Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Al sharp tongue tonight, being that he had drinks. Yeah. You yes. know, he's um, he's bringing content from Young Black and Bother. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we are making here and we are coming to you with content tonight about this goddamn election because I don't know what's gonna happen. Absolutely. Now, anybody who is also listening live or listening on the podcast apps that you do deserve, you know, you prefer to listen to, we do have premium content. For both shows, She Gets It Pie, as well as Young Black and Bothered. So we'll dig into that towards the end. By then, I'll be drunk. But until then, we need to do the racial draft first, or do we want to read these articles of shit that has just happened over the course of the past, like, two weeks? Uh, We could do the racial draft, and y'all just reminded me I left my gun in my car, so I'm going to go get it. Oh, oh, oh boy. Um, So this is how we're going to play the race draft, right? So with the race draft, I wanted to have listeners that are – you know, live right now on stereo, leave voice notes on out of your race or a race, regardless, who would you trade and what race would you trade them to and why? Um, the reason why I wanted to ask this question is because obviously Dave Chappelle's like skit was a very important skit that is real, like it's relatable today. And obviously Shannon has the first pick. I have a second pick. I just want to know if you could trade anyone from your race who would you trade and who would you trade them to? Or uh, just say, you know what? You can cut them. If you want to cut them and say, you know what? They're a free agent. Somebody can pick them up. Now, you can either pick that person up or you can say, you know what? I want nothing to do with them. So. Okay. I have my person. Who, who's, Shan has the first pick. I, I need to get like the ESPN bill for like the, the, the draft bill. So my first, first pick? I'm picking is uh, Stacey Dash. And I would oh. trade her to any dumpster that's near and close. Wow. You, I don't even trade first, her to the whites. With the first pick, Shan has picked Stacy Dash to be traded in the racial draft. Now, you have to tell us, who do you want to trade her to? But you have to get someone, though. So, someone to fill in her place? Yes. Oh, Fuck. Uh, do they have to be the same race? Um, yeah. No, they don't have to. Actually, no. You know what? Look, it's a free game. Just trade whoever the fuck you want to whoever you want. Because clearly, that's what we've been doing the past four years anyway. So, let's just go ahead. Trade for whoever you want. Um, shit. 
Who do I want? I want um well I just feel like Angela Bassett, she already on our team, but let me just put her in place of that. Wow, you're trading Stacy Dash for Angela Bassett. Yeah, wow, I want that, her that's a, forever that's a, on our team, even though I know she's already on our team. That is a wild trade. Um with with the number two pick, I am going to trade. Mm, I'm trying to think. Who would I want to trade in the racial draft? Oh, I, I got it. I got my person. I'm going to trade Doja Cat oh. for, Jennifer, for Jennifer Lopez. The reason I'm going to do this is because Doja Cat has already been listed as a Trump supporter. And she sits in, obviously, groups for Trump. Mm-hmm. And she's just a complete embarrassment. She makes good music. I will say that she makes damn good music. However, what we're not going to do is disrespect us and you, one of us. So I want to trade Doja Cat for Jennifer Lopez. Um, okay. Recently, Jennifer. So when you get Jennifer Lopez, can you please tell her to chill on the baby hairs? You can't be in your forties still having baby hairs. We got to chill. Sure, I, I will definitely do that. Um, I guess the pick is on you. So right now, here's our race draft so far. So, with the number one pick, Shan has picked Stacey Dash, and we have traded Stacey Dash for Angela Bassett. Um, I picked Doja Cat to be traded for Jennifer Lopez. So, who do you have with the number three pick? Um, Terry Crews for Robert. Holy shit. You, go, you Robert, only pick one, though. No. I want Robert De Niro over here. Wow. Wow. That, that might be the steal of the draft. We have Terry Crews. Shan has picked Terry Crews. We are trading Terry Crews for Robert De Niro. That's that's definitely a top one. That's a top three pick right there. That yeah. right. That's the Sam Donald of picks. Like it could either go good or it could go bad. But Robert De Niro has never let us down. No. I gotta step my shit up for this draft. Oh my no. Christ. Um, with the number four pick. Um. <laughs> Shit, who am I going to pick? Um, with the number four pick, I am going to trade Little Wayne mm. for Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs. The reason why I do this is because Travis Kelsey already has the swag of a black man. He dates black women. More importantly, he's a damn good athlete and does his job well. As a result, Little Wayne, I, I don't want to trade you. You have given us classics such as the Carter 1 and the Carter 2. Some would say Carter 3, but I don't believe so. Um, more importantly, Wayne, we should have tried, you know, we should have traded him before when he was kissing his daddy. That ain't his daddy. So I'm just gonna say we have to trade Little Wayne with my number four pick. We're trading him for Travis Kelsey. So okay. that is my number four pick. Who do you have? All right. <clears throat> All right, this is who I have, and I want to make sure I get his name right. I want to trade Charles Barkley's, I think I'm white looking ass, for Yao Ming. Wow. Wait, now you have to explain this. You're trading Charles Barkley for Yao Ming. Yes. Why, now, why would you do because this? Because Charles Barkley, whenever there's something or an issue, or controversy regarding the treatment of black people, he always glazes over the issue 
as if he doesn't see the problem or he doesn't see the issue with what police were doing or why they shot first or what could have been done better in the situation. And I feel like it's because he feels that he has made it. He's beyond our issues and he's beyond this lifestyle. And we just need to do what's right, quote unquote, or do what's better so we don't have these problems. Mm. And then mm. I pick because even though Charles Barkley is like a classic basketball player, mm-hmm. I don't want to pick a black man in basketball right now because we see the unity in that. I want to pick mm-hmm. someone of a different culture, a different race, just to show him that if you don't want to be here, we don't need you to be here. Mm. That is a damn good pick. That is a damn Charles. I, w- I was damn. That's a good pick. Fuck that's just, a good pick. Okay. Shit. Oh, just shut up. Yeah, I agree. Let, let, let's let's go over the first five picks in the racial draft. So with the number one pick, Shan picked trading Stacy Dash for Angela Bassett in a swap to swap trade within races, though. She's mm-hmm. able to do that because this is the episode where we can honestly do that and nobody can tell us any different. Obviously, <laughs> people who are in, in the voicemails, leave us voice notes of who you want to trade for the racial draft and why. So right now, I have number two, and I picked trading Doja Cat for J-Lo. And the number three pick, Shan picked Terry Crews for Robert De Niro. Yeah. Number four, I picked Lil Wayne being traded for Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs. Number five, we have Shan picking Charles Barkley for Yao Ming. And yep. with the number six pick, oh my God. Um, this this one's gonna be a rough one for me. Um with- I picked I, I want to with the number six pick in the racial draft, I want to trade fifty cent for Eminem. <sighs> Even though I only like Eminem on features, <clears throat> I'll allow it. Because it, Eminem doesn't come with the ignorance of a queen's black male and yeah. his, his amount of trolling that he needs to do. I agree. I'll, I'll, I agree. Yeah. I agree. So, <sighs> you, you have the number seven pick. Oh, there's a number seven pick. Um, shit. Who has been a disappointment? Mm. Who has been a disappointment? All right. Because I've personally experienced this and it seems as though she's not going to be creating new music and she can't even show up to her concert on time. I'll just mm-hmm. stick with the old albums and, and the Fugees and I'll give them Lauren Hill. Mm. And I will take um, um shoot, who do I wanna take? <laughs> who sang with um even though she passed away? Who sang with Rick James? Uh, Tina Marie. Wow. T- You're trading yes. Lauren Hill for Tina Marie. 
Yes. Wow. Wow. Yes. That that wow. That's a bracket. Jesus. Damn. Wow. So with the number seven pick, Shan chooses to in the racial draft choose to trade <laughs> Lauren Hill for Tina Marie. That is could- absolute. That is amazing. That that right there is an absolutely amazing pick for the number six pick in the racial draft. Um, <laughs> with, with with the number eight pick, um, I Greg, I just really spoke. Was that the third or fourth person? Either way, um, I'm going to choose to trade Isaiah Washington for mm. Crochette Michelle. I feel like we need Crochette Michelle back. Um, I'm probably saying her name Dude, wrong. Black people want her back, and she really fucked I, up. I feel like we we need her back because the thing is, we we already don't have enough like R and B singers who they they've made mistakes. You know, people make mistakes, and Chrisette, we I feel like since she was one of the first and few to do it that were black women, we yeah. kind of gave her a bad rap. I feel like we want to get Chrisette back. I, I want to get Chrisette back, but we got to give somebody up in order to get her. So I am definitely going to go and give away Isaiah Washington. I feel like Isaiah Washington serves us no purpose, Ooh. and he can go. He Isaiah Washington, you are being traded. You are on the trading block of the racial draft, the 2020 electoral racial draft. You are being traded to the white people for Chrisette Michelle. So, Chan, with the number nine pick, who do you have in the racial draft? Um, what's that? Uh... What's that fool that can't speak proper English that have the nerve to be knocking up Mayweather's daughter? Oh my God. NBA Youngboy? Oh yes, boy. Him. Yes. I would oh like to trade goodness. him for anybody that can read and write. Wow. For anybody. Anybody. Okay. All I right. just that, understand that... how someone can be so ignorant so I can't understand you so you're not even misunderstood we don't understand and you can accumulate so much luxury and cash and and the nerve the the audacity to speak to anybody to threaten anybody and why are you allowed to even have the internet because I'm tired of seeing him Mm. And there's no pros yeah. about this kid. Wow, you know, you have you, you said enough. I feel like if if, if, this, if there was a genre for dyslexic, he would be top. Wow, yeah, yeah, I have to agree. I have to agree. So with a number nine pick, like you said, NBA young boy. Honestly, at this point, he can be a free agent. He can be traded to anybody. So yeah. if anybody would like to pick him up in the racial draft, we do have NBA young boy on the chopping block. Um, with the number 10 pick, because uh, we, we could not have this person not be in the top 10 oh, shit. for the racial draft. Um, I mm-hmm. am going to trade Kanye West ah! for Kim Kardashian. This fool so, voted for himself today. Yes, he fucking did. Um, as a as a fellow Gemini, I wasn't gonna touch it, but yeah. Here's the thing. Um, yeah. I, you know what? 
I'm not drunk yet, but I'm going to be. It's going to be a long <laughs> show, everybody. We're going to break this into like three, four parts. I swear to God we are. Um, Mr. Kanye West, the reason why you are being traded for Kim Kardashian is because your wife has done more for black people than she's done for you. Uh, more importantly, mm. she has done more. Actually, shit, I, I was going to be disrespectful and say she has done a few black men, but that's, that's, that's the past. Everybody had a whole face. What I'm saying to you now, Kanye, is this. Um, I appreciate what he did, you know, for her father and giving her, like, the hologram and everything like that, even though Kim would never do that for Mrs. West. Rest in peace. However, mm-hmm. she, ha- she has freed Black people. She has done for Black people. Kanye, you, you gave us albums. I appreciate that. Um, but Kanye, you have to go, man. People say they want the old Kanye. I don't even want him no more. Because uh, truth be told, them old albums don't hit the same no more. Um, college dropout, knowing the Kanye I know now, it, it don't hit the same. Mm-hmm. It's like when you try to put when you try to put on the twelve play album in twenty twenty, some shit just it's gonna make you cringe. And Kanye shit makes me cringe now. Um, I'm mm-hmm. at the point with Kanye where the only person I would want to trade for Kanye is Kim mm-hmm. or Amber Rose. And the only reason I would do that is because Amber Rose says that she was disrespected by Kanye. More importantly, we have seen Kanye tweet disrespectfully to his own wife on Twitter. Um, oh, I don't yeah. know what's wrong with you, Kanye. Um, you were actually going to be my number four pick, but I feel like Lil Wayne was a little bit more relevant at the time. More importantly, um, Lil Wayne has been fucking with us for a long time. Um, between Remember when Lil Wayne had like, like normal dreads? Before mm-hmm. he, he became like, you know, Avril Lavigne of hip hop and shit. Like he wanted to wear like bands and shit like that. Um, Kanye, th- this is my dear Kanye letter um, for this electoral vote. Um, I appreciate you voting on you and betting on black, but Kanye, you ain't been black for a long time. Um, this is why, this is why Beyonce has basically told Jay to not fuck with you. Um, and mm. you, you don't go against the queen. Okay. You, you don't do that. Um, more importantly, when it comes to Kanye, we all we wanted was a good album. You showing up to concerts with fucking like, you know, Hellraiser mask on, you're doing 30 <laughs> minute rants on stage. Um, more importantly, Kanye, we, we don't like these fucking shoes, man. We, we don't want these space boots. So everything <laughs> Kanye West has done since the Watch the Throne album, that has been bad. Um, so I, I want to toast up to Kanye for his first and final presidential election. Um, I'm hoping that once he loses, because he's going to, that someone just sits Kanye down and says, you know what, Kanye, we, we, we just need to stop this now. Um, it was cute. It was fun while it lasted. Um, kind of like how Kylie Jenner's old face looked. It was cute while it lasted. However, Kanye, you, you have to stop this shit. It's, it's no longer cute no more. Um, it's not fun. Um, you, you have beautiful children that look up to you, and I know for a fact I would never want to speak ill of your children, but just think of what you're doing and the legacy you're leaving behind for them. Right? It's really disrespectful. It's really fucked up. In um, saying that, though, you definitely are getting fucking traded for Kim Kardashian. Um, Kim, mm-hmm. I appreciate you. You can definitely come to the cookout. You are invited to the cookout. Leave Kanye in the car. Um, he probably has mm. somewhere to be anyway. Just leave him in the car with the engine running. Uh, crack the windows a little bit because you know he kind of slow. But y- just <laughs> Kim, I, um, thank you. I'm not gonna lie. I wouldn't mind not hearing from Kanye for a year. 
I wouldn't mind Kanye locking himself in a basement for three more summers. Like, I, you know, I think time away is uh, very healthy. Wow. You know what? You're right. You are absolutely right. You know, and, 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 actually, let's play these voicemails because I, I feel like we done pissed somebody off with me talking about Kanye. Somebody should be like, Kanye's the best fucking rapper in the world, and blah, blah, blah. But here we go. No, the Shinakune, no, the Kunabu, she Kunakune. Like, for Mother Kunakune, Akame, no Kunakame. Shinakun, Shinosh. Okay. Um, I'm sure that we. Um, you know, I'm not even going to be disrespectful. I said I was going to be respectful as long as people were respectful to us, right? Even though I didn't understand the language. I appreciate the voicemail. However, this is that there wasn't the time for that. Next voicemail. Kanye is doing more for his family than any other entertainer known right now for the most part because Kanye be spitting gems, man. Y'all just don't listen. Y'all got to do a little more digging on the shit he says. I, I would love to hear. So this, yes, Kanye is doing what all men should be doing for their families, is setting up your generation wealth, right? And Kanye has the money from his followers and people that supported him over decades buying into his product and buying into the hopes of great music to come. But Kanye is still selfishly on this soapbox of wanting the attention, wanting to talk about what he wants to do, but not correcting shit he could have said better or not saying shit at all because nobody asks you for your point of view. I'm someone who loves Kanye's art, period, because he's an artist, he's a creative. As a creative, I appreciate it. But I also feel musically, worldwide news, history-wise, no one's calling Kanye for his point of view. But I am all for Kanye setting up his family in the best way. I will never stand in the way of any Black man setting up his family for generations to come. But... We're not going to sit here and say we all agree with everything that comes out of this man's mouth. Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Um, here's the thing. We, once upon a time, appreciated Kanye. Shit, I appreciated when McDonald's had the dollar menu. But you know what? Times do change. <laughs> um, I never the issue... Yeah, the issue with Kanye, it's not even Kanye. It's the fact that the same family that he decided that he wanted to be behind and they have his back, they don't have his back. You cannot tell me seven to eight grown individuals don't see him telling their personal business, his own personal business, knowing that he has traumas, saying, you know what, I think it would be cool for him to run for president. That is like telling a kid at Walmart, you know what? Just go ahead and you run down the aisles and knock that, everything but, off the shelf. But you know what that is, Greg? That was that. That's we are from a completely different culture. Kanye has mm-hmm. a very strong, big personality that's not phony like the rest of the family. 
that he's not mm-hmm. trying to a persona for anybody. He's just trying to be Kanye. And it's them basically fucking exhausted with trying to go against the grain of Kanye. And it's just like, okay, yes, he wants to do this. Let us look supportive. Exactly. And trust me, we all, here's the thing. We all at one point, or even now, we want the best for Kanye. The issue is everybody wants the best for Kanye, but Kanye. And <laughs> it's like a drug addict. No, it's, it's no, no bullshit. It, it's like a drug addict. If Kanye just sat down and said once in an interview to his wife, I don't know if, what they say behind closed doors, but I just want Kanye to just sit down after this election, after all this shit is said and done, whoever wins, I want Kanye to not only go to therapy or something like that, I want him to just say, you know what, for the first time, I want him to say, I miss my mom. If Kanye can sit and say that one time, he hasn't said it once since... But- Basically, Sometimes, since, I feel like even that is none of our business. Like, we, it's none of our business. We don't know how he, thinks, he does go to a therapist, but again, the therapist kids be wanting him wanting him to listen to their music. So it's kind of like, huh. Yeah, and that's the thing. We, we, like I said before, we, we want the best for Kanye. Kanye wants the best for Kanye, but the thing is, y- your antics aren't showing that. It's, it's almost... I don't want to say it's manic. It's no longer manic anymore. The shit was like, okay, we got to get Kanye some help. And people were trying, it's like Delonte West. Everybody was getting Delonte West help, but sometimes you just can't change people. Kanye knows what the fuck he's doing. He Mm. knows what he does. It's different when you're like completely like void of knowing you're fucking up. Kanye not only knows he's fucking up, he's got the battery in his back now by people who want him to fuck up. The, The president of the United States wants Kanye to fuck up. How do you get rid of... He's like, you know what? Black people, Kanye, you're cool with them. Mm. I'm I'm sure they listen to your albums. How about you say you're running for president so some idiot will go out there and take the vote that counts and give it to you? Knowing that... It's like when you ran in high school and like for uh, like president or whatever of your high school, your elementary school and stuff like that, right? You know it doesn't matter because there's nothing you can change. Kanye is that person who is like, he puts his name on a ballot, but you know for a fact you ain't going to do nothing. If Kanye were president today and got inaugurated on uh, January 2021, it's going to be a rap concert. Like, nobody wants to hear Jesus Walks. We want to know what the fuck you're going to do for the earth, for but planet, not- you know, America. It's going to be rain on me. I, I just, I don't get it, man. I, I hope for the best for Kanye. Um, um, I, I hope that he gets better as a man, but I, I just don't, I just want the music. Um, the, the, you know how some cure, people say shut up. Before we get into these voicemails, the cure for Kanye is going to be let's not acknowledge Kanye for a little bit. But it's like thing, a t- every time we don't don't give every him time we t- say we're not every time we say we're not gonna you know we're gonna ignore Kanye, he keep coming out with them ugly ass sneakers. That or he does a fashion show <laughs> and like we're like, yo, what the fuck? We don't, we don't want this shit, Kanye. Like, I don't want to look like I got shot. I don't want to look like Ghost from Power because you decided you wanted to put on shirts with holes on them and charge me $320. I don't want that shit. You know, let's, let's get to these voicemails, man, because I'm getting angry just talking about Kanye, and we got to finish this racetrack. Oh, you bugged out with that Kim get the cookout play. Hell nah. <laughs> I, I, shout out to Juice, man. I'm, all I'm saying is this. Like, Kim can definitely come to the cookout. Kanye got to sit in the car. Um, he can, you know, Northwest and the kids, they can come too. Even a dog. Um, 
Chloe can come because you know her daddy gonna be there. OJ is definitely invited to the cookout, so Chloe can come. Um, uh, Chris, uh, however, um, Kanye, like he got some explaining to do, and he got to sit in the car, leave the AC on, leave it running, uh, crack the window. More importantly, give him an iPad because he's gonna tweet. So let him tweet while everybody eat. So let's get this next voice. I think I think anybody who's trying to get into politics is a great thing because honestly, everyone should know about politics. Everyone should get into politics, and we would now start creating some change and maybe move in the right direction. But that's the problem is too many people are not willing to want to indulge in it because it becomes such a sensitive topic to some people. Uh, I, I agree to an extent. I agree about knowing politics and understanding politics, but I wouldn't want the guy serving me at Chipotle being my elected official. Like, there are certain jobs for certain people. And that's not any disrespect to anybody who works at Chipotle, but what I'm saying is, like, there are things that lead up to that. You can't just all of a sudden wake up one morning and say, you know what, I Googled all the answers and I know the most. There is no but limit period where you can say... how America picks their people in politics, you can. According to how much money you have, you can. Um a lot of the rules need to change like nobody should be uh chosen to to be part of supreme court justice and be grandfathered in for decades that shouldn't be a thing exactly. it should be something repeat repetitive where let's go ahead and review everything that they said they were going to do and what they've done and let's go ahead and allow someone else to be voted in because if you pick somebody today that has no fucking idea how to be the best in Supreme Court. And you're going to tell me that they're going to be able to make decisions about my children's children because they're still in that seat and they haven't died yet. It sounds redundant. Exactly. I, I have nothing. Shane, you, you said it perfect. Let, let, let's get this next question. They are weird. They are witches, bro. They don't give a fuck what Kanye doing. Kanye probably a warlock, low-key. These oh. niggas are fucking sadistic, so they don't care, bro. Their mom, their mother, Chris Jenner, she set everything up for them to be with those black, powerful men. That's just what it is, man. They don't mm -hmm. care what he doing. He too powerful. Absolutely. 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 Yeah, I feel you about the appreciating Kanye. I still appreciate him to this day because he really, like, at his level, it's like we all know that every person that gets with a Kardashian literally, like, you feel me, like, they change for the worse. You know what I mean? So, like, right now, this, yay, mm -hmm. like, you feel me, like, this is some, some, like, you know, I'm not, like, I'm, like, I don't want to say that there's something wrong with him because I feel like not everyone's there in the mind. But, like, it's just a lot going on for him. You know what I mean? I feel like that he has um, and wants better for the people, for people. But, like, I don't, you feel me? Like, I don't, like, I don't feel like he can be a president, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like he wants a change and he wants to do this stuff. But, like, can he implement it? Like, no, I don't think he can implement it, if that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. Like, I, I, I wouldn't even mind Kanye saying I'm running for mayor. Like, didn't Arnold Schwarzenegger run? Yep. Go yep. ahead and get to that. 
I, I'm awful. Like, here's the thing. If Kanye can show that he wants this and it's not just a plot, then sure. But the thing is, Kanye is a lot like the current president where he tweaks everything five steps before it's supposed to happen, but it's always wrong. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, oh, like, I'm, I'm, I want to say this. I want to do this. I want to say this. And it's like, you didn't have to say that. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to give Kanye the benefit of the doubt because once this is all said and done, I d- have you watched The Handmaid's Tale? I have not. Oh, I feel like if Kanye got into like president, he would have like the the government coordinated like that. Oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you. you I, I'm, I'm gonna give you a perfect comparison. If Kanye were to win and become president, it would be like when Kevin Hart was in Soul Plane and he had his own airline. It would be watch. like agreed. Yeah, it would. Oh, no. you've never seen Soul Plane? Oh nope. my God, you're missing out. So basically, I... Kevin Hart played Nate. So Kevin <laughs> Kevin Hart played this old by the name. Uh, what is it? Nathan Wade, right? So he had won like a million dollars, and for some unknown reason, he started an airline, and he started this air, airline called NWA for Nathan Wade Airlines, right? Started the airline company, and the airline had like all types of wild shit. It had like a bus in the back of it, you know, they were giving people Hennessy and like 40s, you know, as beverages and shit like that. And it was a white family who came on to the ship, uh, not the ship, uh, to the plane. And it was just a whole bunch of just like outrageous like shit that are stereotypes for black people. Kanye is the type to do some shit like that. Kanye be like, hey, you know what? If you elect me president, every pair of Yeezys. Like that's some shit I could see Kanye doing. But let's get this next voicemail. But how are you literally judging the fact that he can't run for president? That just don't even make sense. We had George Bush as a president, one of the most idiotic people you would ever meet, illiterate. I don't know how the fuck he even made it. I mean, I know how he got to where he got to, but like, I don't know. I I would respect Kanye West running before I would ever see like another George Bush run. Okay, now here's the thing. I, I agree with that. Slightly, though. Here's the thing. The election is today, November 3rd. On August 11th, it became mathematically impossible for Kanye to get enough electoral votes to win the presidency. And that was announced in July. And Kanye still voted for himself, knowing that his shit wouldn't count. It's like it's like the epitome of saying, I don't care to vote, I don't want to vote, but let me play a game about voting. Look at me. Yeah, like okay. Let, let me let me just let me break this down to like for for me to make it make sense, right? Like you remember the movie Swordfish, right? The movie with uh Hugh Jackman, Holly Berry, and all that. So yeah, he he was a coder, right? But the thing is, they put a gun to his head and said, "Hey, if you can't code, we're going to kill you." Translate that to Kanye. If somebody said, "Hey, Kanye, you will be the president," but here are the prerequisites. He has none of them. Like, absolutely fucking none of them. Like, with Bush, he has, obviously, family legacy. More importantly, he has historically been in politics. You can't just wake up tomorrow morning and say, you know what? The person that I chose to run for president lost. You know what I'm going to do in 2024? I'm going to run. You you can't do that because that's not enough history for four years like honestly even with Obama like people you know people say oh well Obama you know he doesn't know enough blah 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 but they didn't realize 
he was doing all the work. Like LeBron, mm-hmm. think about it. Great, greatest player of all time, you know, to some people, right? But he mm-hmm. does the work. Kanye hadn't done the work. So we can't go and just say, well, comparisons between Bush and Kanye and Kanye and this person who is a politician. That's like me going and saying, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to go to a car dealership and start selling cars. I've never sold a fucking car a day in my life. So me just walking in to a fucking auto zone and saying, you know what? I can do this better than y'all. It's like, how? Show me the receipts, nigga. Like, you can't. Some shit just does not make sense. So if you do vote for Kanye and you voted for him as a person, I appreciate it. However, your vote really didn't count because according to, like, Wikipedia, CNN, like, he was already disqualified from five states. More importantly, <laughs> July 4th, it was mathematically impossible for him to win. So it's you might as well have just taken your ballot and said, you know what? I forgot. The dog ate my home. Well, like, well, that's right. Just off of how the young people today that actually know Kanye West um, may like Kanye West, may buy his, his product they don't even show up to the polls, so does it really matter? Exactly. Exactly. Like, how many of y'all <laughs> listen to... G- Aaron's how not putting listen- West on that ballot. Yo, like, make your vote. Like, if you appreciate him, like, trust me, I appreciate Kanye West as an artist, and I respect Kanye as a man. However, I'm not playing with my fucking vote. Like, the three things I don't play with. Pussy? Well, I, okay, you know, we'll, we'll get to that in another subject. Definitely but that. But I don't play with like shit like this. This is important right now. This could be your future's, you know, your future, your family's future, their future, their family's future. Like, there's like consequences to the actions, and you might as well have just put Harambe on your on your ballot because some shit. You know what? I, I can't do it. I, I can't do it. Um, if you voted for Kanye, though, I appreciate the fact that you did. Um, he is right now though. Currently, he is on the number ten slot for the racial draft. I traded Kanye West for Kim Kardashian. So let's just run over these before we get into the voicemail. Actually, you know what? I'll wait until the voicemail. No, I think he could be president. I think you're looking at this the wrong way. Uh, Kanye's policies are actually advent of the new age of politics. Tell, tell me, Kanye, if you could tell me what Kanye's policies are and how they haven't been transcribed from the person that's in the office you know what please just go ahead fact check me i want somebody to fact check me and tell me what kanye's campaign is run upon if somebody can tell me other than someone from the state of montana which is the only place that had like the largest number of turnout for kanye currently to please tell me what his stance is i just need to know if you could tell me that we'll we'll be cool next voicemail Every time we say that, I think the answer is correct. Yeah. Is that little? Is that little pump? That sound like little pump on our voicemail. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to little pump. You, you such a fucking hoe. I love it. Can we just talk about that song for a second, though? I'm sorry. Uh, I know we're supposed to get back into these games, but this should. The song is too fucking good. Have you ever read the lyrics for that song? Mm-mm. Okay, I, I gotta read these. Um. Because the song is so bad that it's good. And to find out that Lil Pump, not only he went to a Trump rally and he was like, MAGA 2020, I didn't care about that. Because I could only find out this song. I was like, I I just got to get the lyrics, right? So the lyrics are, 
You're such a fucking hoe. I love it. He says that four times. Then he says, your boyfriend is a dork, McLovin. I just pulled up in a ghost. Fuck that bitch up out in London. Then I fucked up on her cousin or her sister. I don't know nothing. I'm going to leave that there. That person also said, Micah 2020. <laughs> you know what? I can do this for you. boy. Oh, my God. I, I don't know who's the worst rapper, Takashi or Lil Pump. Both of them. You know both what? of them. <laughs> both of them. Oh, they're absolute trash. But he, the thing I can appreciate about Lil Pump, though, is the fact that he actually raps. There are some rappers, these like these young rappers, that are dope. Like I feel like Lil Pump is actually a dope rapper. And I don't want to listen to anybody and rap with little in front of their name no more. Like I'm not six. Okay, that, that, that's fair. That, that that's fair. I, I think that's fair. But let, let's get these voicemails because I, I think somebody's gonna actually come and threaten us or block us because we're talking too much about Kanye. Here we yeah, yeah. OJ, OJ definitely can come. Definitely. <laughs> exactly. Oh, okay. Anybody who didn't hear what we said in the earlier segment, OJ. But you said Chloe Kardashian. What you said. Because Khloe Kardashian yeah. don't even look like Khloe Kardashian no more. Khloe Kardashian don't look like the old... None of the Kardashians look like they did five to ten years ago. I'm telling you, Kim Kardashian looked like Jafar from Aladdin. Khloe uh, Kardashian looked like OJ, her daddy. Um, shit, Kris Jenner, like, she don't... Courtney, Courtney get... one that looks kind of the same. And that's even because... Even though she got something that... Yeah. Oh, but that's the thing. She was modest about it when, like, her and the other one. Um, what's the uh, the Jenner uh, sister? Not Kylie. Um, what, what is the other? God damn it! I, I can't remember her name. Either way, uh, Kendall. She like they may have gotten some body work done, but the thing is, it looked normal. Like, have you ever like if anybody can find me a photo of Kim Kardashian, like just like maybe like six, the camera six feet away from her. And you can see her entire body from like her head to her feet. She looks like one of them fucking aliens from Men in Black, man. I'm telling you, she's not a human. She's a cyborg. Something's wrong with that shit. But you know what? Next but they created everything from nothing. So everything is basically just made up. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Tr trust me. We had an episode that we had done. What was that last week or two weeks ago? Of, like with cons uh, conspiracy theories and stuff like that. I need y'all to go listen to that. Go to She Gets It podcast. Go to listen to it also on Young Black and Bother podcast. We we went for about two or three hours about that. But let's get to this next voicemail. <laughs> I'll take the Yeezys, most deaf. Hey, look at look. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, oh my God, man. Shout out to Juice, man. Let's get this next voicemail. Shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So, I, I guess I have to repeat myself because people think it's a fucking game. Um, Server <laughs> Slam, whoever you are, um, let me just say this to you. This is a respectful podcast that does not tolerate disrespect. We will not block you, but you mm -hmm. will hear voicemails from other people who will absolutely disrespect you for disrespecting us. Um, I, I, I'm not the one to disrespect you. I hope that you're having a great day. I hope that everything in your life goes well. However, don't try that shit again. I will reach through your phone and choke you, okay? Don't play with I me. Next voicemail. I um hear you, Craig. Um, but I mean, I heard you mention something about electoral vote, so I'm kind of hung up on like what you mean by people's votes don't matter because, like, in actuality, according to the electoral college, none of our votes matter. 
unless if you're in that small pool of people that actually elect the next presidential candidate. So, you know, I'm kind of confused on like, because you know what I mean? Okay, okay. so he, he does. This oh, is the, the, the main discussion and everybody's discussion of people. All right. <laughs> so I feel like this is my personal feelings that the United States of America wants to give an illusion of if all the citizens vote, they're going to get counted and that's going to be the deciding factor. It's cute, exactly. okay? But at the same time, if you don't vote and you are of a certain culture or race and you're mm-hmm. showing repeated moments in time of not voting, they're going to completely discount you as you, whatever you got to say don't matter. So I feel like that's why I'm voting because exactly. I have the opportunity to vote. I want them to see that I do show up and vote, that I should matter. I should be included in the conversation or in the opportunity. That's why I vote. Now, do I feel like me putting whoever I put on that motherfucking ballot is going to matter in the count of who actually becomes president? No. I understand money talks and there's going to be a room full of wealthy, rich, might have killed a few people to sit in them seats type people that's going to make the final decision on who's going to be the representative of this country. Because the reality is it doesn't matter who the fuck the president is. The people behind whoever's representing the United States are going to be the deciding factor of what the fuck happens. Exactly. Um, more importantly, man, um, to, to the last voicemail, I appreciate that, man. Um, basically, in every state, the candidate who gets the most votes wins the electoral vote for that state. And then gets like the number of voters in the electoral college. That, that's what we're saying here. Like, we're not saying, like, Kanye, your boy, like, he can't win. Here's the issue, though. He has two other people who are currently leading him in larger margins enough for him to not win. This is not the Kevin Costner movie where it's going to come down to a final vote and Kanye can win. It is virtually impossible. Is that even always? Is is this? I would respect and even take a listen to what Kanye wanted to do if he became president or had the opportunity to, if he actually had points and things that he wanted to talk about as far as what he would like to do as president. He never represented or presented that to anybody. He's never been on a bullhorn saying, this is what I want to do. He never put any of his million and billions of dollars that he has towards a campaign of doing something for the people of the United States. So that's why I kind of take it like a grain of salt. Exactly. And, you know, we, we have a voicemail from Trump one. I'm, I'm going to give him an opportunity. I'm not even going to be an asshole because I already know where we're going with this shit. But basically my... is ready to, to do anything. Oh, oh, it's it's, it's going to be disrespectful because we, we know how this shit goes. But basically my issue isn't with the Trump supporters or anything like that. Um, my issue recently has been with Black celebrities who never spoke up until the last two to three weeks telling people to not vote. More importantly, like Ice Cube. Like, I could talk about him at Who said don't vote? Ice Cube. Ice Cube basically, you know, in a roundabout way was saying that our votes don't count. 
and he went to talk to Trump, and he wanted to let everybody know that he went and talked to Trump. And he didn't realize that he was having that work against him because everybody that he talked to, I think he talked to a group of black women. And mm-hmm. I, was it was it podcast? It had to be, you know, had to have been some women who would run a podcast. And they had asked him, well, if you wanted information from the black community and, you know, the women and, you know, just everybody that's black, you could have come to us. And he said, well, you basically he was telling them, you bring it to me and then I'll take it to him with the ideas. I'm like, when has that ever worked? When is like the black community? Because honestly, anybody who's listening, that's the only community right now I care about in terms of this election. Like when it comes to, I just want to know with Ice Cube how it worked. And Ice Cube, 50 Cent, Lil Wayne, Kanye, whenever they are presented with the question, well, why? Why, all, why now? Why do you want and what do you want? They never give you an answer. It's always, well, you know, us blacks need this and we need this. I'm like, yeah, we do. But the thing is, how are you going to help us get it? You step in, in front of us to talk to Trump, but then you don't bring those points up. It doesn't fucking matter. It's like, if you, if you like. He, what he was trying to say is that he wanted to bring whatever plan he had to whoever would listen. And no, he said nobody from the Biden campaign would listen or even have a sit down or talk with him about it. He said Trump was the one that was willing. But I feel like, and we've seen this, Trump uses black people as look at my African-American friend in order to get African-Americans to gravitate towards what he's doing. I don't feel like Trump actually gives a fuck about what Ice Cube wants to present to him, whether it's good or it's not good for Black people. He just knows the controversy and the get these lights out my face that is going to do for him as far as everybody hate on Ice Cube so I could do my bullshit over here real quick. And I feel like that's... Exactly. For, for me, I agree. I was just of the mind frame. This is how I equate it. Like, I feel as though when it comes to, like, the Ice Cube and Trump going to all the black celebrities all of a sudden at the end, um, mm-hmm. it, it, it felt as if, like, like, the Patriots, right? Remember when they had the whole the cheating and the deflate gate and stuff like that? It's the equivalent of Bill Belichick going to the Bengals locker room and saying, you know what? Like, if you help me, I'll, I'll listen to what you have to say. But the thing is, you know for a fact he's not, he's only there to steal your playbook and to steal your plays. Like, the, the shit is so, is so fucking stupid because people like, like Ice Cube. And I don't, like Lil Wayne, he said, you know, what, what did he say like a couple years ago? He was like, I don't know about Black Lives Matter. My life, you know, my life matters, especially to my bitches. I'm a young, black, rich nigga. I'm like, did any, did any of that shit make sense to you, Wayne? Not nothing about uh, that who, shit made sense. Who, oh, started breaking up. Who's listening to Lil Wayne? Honestly, we stopped listening to Lil Wayne when he started mumbling. Like, you know, Amelia is one thing, but Lil Wayne literally he like drunk mumbles, and it's it's weird, man. It, it's it's weird. Um, it's, it's almost as if like fucking Bill Cosby just from the prison cell just decided, you know what? I I, I want to. Let y'all know that I, I like frozen pudding pops and I vote for Trump. We're like, wait, where the fuck did that? Pudding that's how it. That, that's that's <laughs> literally how it felt when I heard that Lil Wayne was standing next to Trump 
on Twitter and saying, hey, I met with Trump and we're going to get things done. Dude, what the fuck are you going to get? You, of all You can't get baby to give you money, my nigga. Now you're talking about, you got the president of the United States saying, I'll listen to you. Yeah, he's going to meet up with you because you know what you are? You are the black friend. You are the, hey, uh, I'm cool with, what, 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 what little are you? Are you little pump? Are you little Wayne? Are you little Zane? Like, who, you're a little, right? So cool. You're fine. Just take this photo with me. Every black person that has met with Trump that has been promised things and they've gone on Twitter and social media and said, I met with this president, I met with Trump, and nobody else would meet with me. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Ask them right now, what the fuck did you get? Chrisette mm-hmm. Michelle, she got nothing. Ice Cube got nothing. Lil Wayne, it just happened recently, but I can guarantee you this. He received nothing. More importantly, Steve Harvey, do you remember when he was campaigning for Trump and he was saying he was going to go to the White House and he's going to he's going to demand some things and blah, 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 blah. Nothing Mm. happened. Absolutely fucking nothing happened. And this isn't to disrespect Trump, Biden. This is not like of that magnitude. Here's my issue, though. When I see people that are of my skin color, black people go and say that the person who we all know ain't done shit for us in four years, all of a sudden, two weeks before an election, they're promising you shit so you can go on social media and lie to the people who actually listen to you. Now, I don't want to fucking hear from you. Right. Like, when, when, you, when your cute boo wants to flip your taxes. Exactly. Like, what? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you a funny story that happened this week, right? So, remember you and I, we were talking about how, you know, stereos thing, and then they got the, the Clubhouse app, right? So, me being a dickhead, I say, you know what? I, I want to get into the Clubhouse app. Let me ask somebody on Twitter if they have the invite. So dude says, hey, yo, I got the invite. It's like, you know, just DM me. We'll work it out. I'll send you the invite. He was like, all right. You know, he was just like, send me 50 bucks. You know, send me $50. And I was like, there's no fucking way I'm sending you $50. So we negotiated prices. I was like, I'll send you like $5. So sent him $5. Do you know he blocked me right after? Didn't get the invite at all. I was like, oh, okay. So I, I was con. I, I fell for the okie doke. Right now, if you listen to Lil Wayne or Ice Cube, you're falling for the okie doke. Because I'm telling you, right now, they're not saying anything. They're just like us. They're watching, trying to figure out what the fuck is going to happen. Because mm-hmm. all the promises Trump Trump were to lose. When I'm saying this, I mean this. If he were to lose, what can he give you? Don't take promises from somebody who ain't won the shit yet. Or they haven't crossed the finish line. Like, it, it's, it's stupid. It's fucking dumb. Like, uh, what was that? Um, I'm trying to think of like what team was it? Like the Lakers. Like if the Lakers would have gotten eliminated in the first round, and somebody still, as a Lakers fan, Baylor is like, you know what? The Lakers still gonna win. I don't give a fuck if they lost. Like how? Two things that can't happen. They literally are no longer there, so they can't win. But it's like you know what? They promised me they were going to win. though. I believe. Well, you know what I believe in? I believe in magic. Ain't never learned a trick in my life, but I do believe in it. But I know for a fact that there's some conning in there. But let's get this next voice. <laughs> Yo, shut up, you nigger. Go back to Africa. Next. What what, 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 what I tell you? What I tell you? There's always one. And everybody- <laughs> the thing is, for me, I understand what both of you guys are saying. But, like, for me, for instance, like, I just know about electoral college. I know that in the long run, our votes don't matter. So... I just can't get in like the groove of doing something that I know that really isn't going to do anything. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, it's it's for clout. I, actually, if you really look at it, it's for clout. You're doing this because because you want to you want them to think you feel me. You want them to give you clout and allow you to have an opinion like 
you can have an opinion without being on either party. You know what I mean? You can, <laughs> you can, you can have your opinion. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing. You can't have an opinion. You can't have an opinion if you don't vote. That's just me. Now that might not be factual, but what I say and I will continue to say is, you can't tell me you didn't do something and then have a opinion on why we do said things. When people are like, oh, well, I didn't vote, but your vote didn't matter anyway. How? What the fuck? Like, ju- just it's like if you didn't come to school that day, you didn't get the homework. You can't say, well, you didn't have to do. No, I had to do the homework because I showed the fuck up. Okay, so you didn't so, show up. So you. So this is what he's saying. He's saying that mm-hmm. us, us as citizens voting and seeing the numbers in our vote is just the whole world in the United States seeing the citizens' opinions, but it doesn't really put a dent in anything as far as, like, who becomes president. Cool! What you're saying is the results of not showing your opinion, but then having an issue with different issues later, they shouldn't even be able to say shit, which is fine. But this is my thing. Should we go back to only whites are allowed to have a say or have an opinion on matters? Is that that what people are saying who do not want their opinion shared or or known? Um, And and that's just a question. I'm not saying that you are, but that's just a question. Yeah, I I need to know too, because the only people that I've ever heard say our vote doesn't count are black people who pander or white people who don't really give a fuck about us or our vote to begin with. And I know I'm generalizing, but where I'm just noticing is over the past four years, I've heard that a lot. Our vote don't count. Our vote don't matter. But then like things that do matter to us, all of a sudden the shit gets flipped. Like all lives matter. And yeah, they do. But the thing is you're mis like judging the actual concept of the original message. Like you can't go and say all lives matter and completely like, frame something different. It's, it's not the same. So I appreciate what he's saying. Mm-hmm. The issue is t- telling, you're going to tell that one person that's naive to don't vote because it doesn't count. And that somebody's going to be like, you know what? Yeah, he convinced me enough. It, it's like a conspiracy theory, if you want to call it. Like, if somebody is convincing enough to tell you that, it's like, okay, cool, I won't vote. But then that same person will go and vote because they're like, you know what? I might as well just do it anyway. Yeah, or I, go, I, go vote because- I, didn't, I understand what he's saying. And at the same time, let me just say this. I like, I've exercised my opinion, okay? Mm-hmm. If, if, if me saying I voted irks you or, or strikes a nerve, I exercise my opinion. And we do know that in America, there are a lot of hateful, ignorant motherfuckers that hate the fact that other people have the audacity to share their fucking opinion. We've seen it in videos. We've seen it on TikTok. We've seen it in posts. Like, they hate your fucking togetherness. They hate the fact that you're representing something that they're completely against. And if your opinion really didn't fucking matter, they wouldn't be so upset. Exactly. Oh, this is... I, I'm, I'm gonna just say this. I, I hope I'm actually. I'm gonna just let him get his word out because he did leave a voicemail. Let me get no, that did actually, Greg. When you said that, I I understood it because like, um, it gives me an advantage. You feel me? Because 
I can just talk shit about both parties, you know what I mean? But like, bro, it's not like, it's not like what I'm saying is a conspiracy. Like, like, like they literally tell you like, just cause they don't say a motherfucker, your vote don't matter. Don't mean that your vote don't matter. You feel me? Like, yeah, but see, this, this is what you're not getting, bro. Like when they're saying your vote doesn't matter, they're saying like, if there's 50 people in the room and that 49th person doesn't vote, like there were still 49 votes. The difference is you're saying like your vote doesn't matter, but if you tell that to 50 people and 50 fucking people believe you, that's 50 less votes. So your vote does matter. Your state's elect- uh, electoral college picks a candidate because the majority of the voters in your state choose that candidate. So if your but preferred candidate like, didn't, this is why we this is why we have two two males running for president who goddamn. Mm. They- our fucking grandpas. Mm-hmm. So you're basically electing, allowing your grandfather to be elected to make decisions on your life today and going forward when they really cannot relate. So to me, it's kind of like if you don't even want to motherfucking vote and you feel like it doesn't really motherfucking matter, who are you looking at? Who are you standing behind that is young? That is about what the fuck is happening today in your life that matters when these two fuckheads are dead and gone that you're going to pay attention to in politics. Because the thing is, like, we're not going back to kings and queens like I would like Mm -hmm. it. We're not going back to let's shut down all these motherfucking prisons. And if somebody does any crime, let's just take them outside and chop their heads off, which Mm -hmm. I would like. But we're not going back to that. So my thing is, like, moving forward, if you don't give a fuck about who's in office right now or who's running for office, who are you looking at polit- in a political way around your age range or generation moving forward that you're like, you know what? By the time they go run for office, I'll stand behind that. That's the problem. Exactly. Young people aren't looking at nothing but motherfucking music, shoes, mm-hmm. And, and 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 fucking sports. Yep. Yep. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna just say this, and then hopefully, like, we can get into the actual, like, you know, who's winning what state and stuff like that. Because I'm sure people, if you're not watching, you might as well listen with us because we'll like try to like report on those. But your vote matters to choose the electors. The electors that have been chosen by their party. Well, they were all they will be chosen by their party to vote for the candidate. And then the party that wins is chosen by the voters. So your vote matters because if you don't vote, your electors won't matter. And if your electors don't matter, then the person that is running for presidency or office, obviously they won't get it because they won't have the electoral vote. If you know, hopefully I've made that kind of like clear, but there's I, I want to say there's only two states. So I know Nebraska's one. And the, the second one, what, what's up there, like, past, like, Rhode Island, uh, Maine? So Nebraska and Maine, two votes follow the uh, the state's popular votes. And everybody else is basically divided against the congressional districts. That's how it works. That's how it works. That's how it was explained to me. More importantly, like, you can Google that shit. And not to say you shouldn't vote or you don't have to vote. If you choose to vote, that's on you. Nobody cares who you voted for, at least in this chat right now. We started the show by saying that. We don't care who you voted for. I would just prefer you vote because if you do that, 
you can have a conversation with a person who voted. But to have a conversation with two people who voted and say, well, your vote doesn't count, it's like, but did you? And then if somebody says, well, I did vote. So it's like, wait, so what, what was the point of you even saying that? If your vote doesn't count, like, you're not doing any good for anybody. You're just talking, and it's, it's stupid. But let's get this next voicemail. Right. Okay. I understand what you're saying, Greg, about the electoral vote, right? Boom. But let's talk about the electoral college. You know what I mean? Because you talk a lot about the electoral vote and this and that, but you really don't get in the nitty gritty about the electoral college. You know what I mean? Because you feel me? Like those are the people that literally choose the vice president. You know what I mean? And you're trying to, I get what you're trying to say. You're saying that they, they may consider what they're seeing with the electoral vote. But that doesn't matter. You feel me? We've seen that in 2016, bro. Like, if if they're, they're going to make their decision based on what's going to better them and better the other people around them, you feel me? So that's that's what I'm getting. I'm not trying to be like a weirdo or nothing. Like, I'm understanding what you're saying and what she's saying. I'm just, you know. <sighs> just leave it. I, I got to give it. Leave it, leave it, leave it. Hopefully he left that voicemail before I said what I said. Let's get this next one. <laughs> oh boy. Christ. It's so bizarre, so I'll stop talking, bitch. What? Ayo. Look, first and foremost, if you sound like you have four teeth in your head because you're like eight and you're going through your second set, um, don't come in here. Again, again, I'm just going to keep saying this to y'all. This is a respectful adult nature conversation. So when I'm speaking, when Shannon's speaking, there will be respect. Um, you can disrespect me if you want. I'll just block you. And then you just feel stupid because you got to go to the next chat, which is cool. Um, but what's going to happen is you're going to be blocked. There are no warnings, but there's also no disrespect. So just know that coming into the room. I hope everybody's having a good evening. Let's get to this next voice. Fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, nigga, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, yo, mama, bitch, yeah. See? See what I mean? It, it happens. It happens. This is what happens when you're like eight years old and your parents give you the ability to have an iPad or a cell phone. It's fucking disgusting. Suck my dick with some other lips, you bum ass nigga. Okay. See, I'm telling you. Like, my into bed. But y'all kids up and reckless. I'm telling you, these little kids need their ass whooped. Like, in, in the worst way possible. Like, I, I wish. He must be bullied. He must be the bully in his like elementary school. What is the issue though? Like somebody is going to punch you in the fucking face when you're like 14 years old. That's why you will never get no pussy. You're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere in life. You're gonna suck. You're gonna <laughs> suck. Your life ain't yo. You have to be a terrible kid to God. That's terrible. What what is going well, on gotta, in the world, man? Got a mix. Oh my God. So let, let's get let's get to the. I want to get back to the votes. So we are going back to the race draft because I, I was having so much fun. I don't want to end. So let's just go over the, dra- uh, the race draft recap. So with the first pick, we have Stacey Dash being traded for Angela Bassett by Shan. Um, with the number two pick, I traded Doja Cat for Jennifer Lopez. Round number three, we had Shan pick Terry Crews being traded for Robert De Niro. Uh, number four, I traded Little Wayne for Travis Kelsey. Uh, pick number five, Shan picked Charles Barkley, and he is getting traded for Yao Ming. Yeah. Uh, pick number six, I traded 50 Cent for Eminem. Uh, pick number seven, Lauren Hill was traded for Tina Marie by Shan. With the eighth pick, 
the eighth overall pick, I ended up trading Isaiah Washington for Cachette Michelle. With the ninth pick, Shan decided that she's going to go completely off the board, and she said <laughs> that she is going to leave NBA Youngboy as a free agent, and anyone can pick him up. She doesn't even want anybody. She just said, you know what? If you give me something, I will take it. Um, and with the number 10 pick in the racial draft, I chose to trade Kanye West for Kim Kardashian. So that is where the voicemails are. We want to know who you would trade in the racial draft. Um, as we're reporting live, though, on CNN, it's looking like the crucial backgrounds of North Carolina, uh, Ohio, Florida, Michigan, yeah, Michigan, uh, Pennsylvania, Texas, and Virginia are too early to call. Um, I, I want to say that they said earlier that he had won Texas, right? Um, Biden, that Biden had won Texas, but now saying that they don't have... Yeah, they said that he had won it, but obviously NBC is kind of biased. Um, right now in Florida, I think Trump has 5,600,000 votes. Biden has 5,200,000. Well, I'm sorry, 5,200,000. Uh, mm-hmm. The electoral votes right now have Biden up 89 to 72. And obviously they need 270 in the electoral map in order to win. Now, we've heard earlier voicemails say that the electoral college doesn't work and the electoral vote doesn't work. It's all about the electoral college, blah, blah, blah. Um, all I know is I, I just want my next four years to be peaceful because 2020 has been an absolute shithole um, in the worst way. Do, do you have a take before we get into the next little thing? Oh, okay, so what'd you say? I should have took an edible. Yes, you definitely should have taken an edible. Um, oh, my God. So, my content drying out your contacts are drying out so i guess in election in election news if you want to call it that because it it happened in the past two days little wayne's girlfriend denies uh i'm sorry her name is denise i said denies that's a drink i haven't been (laughs) drinking anybody jesus i said denies and her name is denise what the fuck is wrong i gotta put this drink down so (laughs) so little wayne's girlfriend breaks up with him after he endorsed Donald Trump. I feel like she is probably the smartest person that he's ever dated. Um, I, I feel like that was a very smart decision. She is, she's a she true gem. A real black cop. Yeah, she, she did justice. I can't believe I called that woman Denise. <laughs> Her name's Denise. I like Denise. What's wrong with me? What's your name? <laughs> like Denise. Oh my god. Whew. Something wrong with me. Something is wrong with me. Let, let's play this next voicemail from Flock. So I have a question for y'all. So um, so after you guys are done looking at the map, this and that, um, I doubt that we'll know by today, tomorrow, or even this week. But if we do, um, if you do find out who's elected, what if you were looking at this map and, and Joe Biden was going to win? And then boom, what happened last, what happened the last um, election exactly. term? And then what happened in George Bush? What if that happens again? And it just happens. Honestly, how is y'all feeling? If it happens, it happens. Yeah. I feel like if it happens at that point, obviously, we're going to look at it the same way we did in 2016. We're going to be like, yo, like, something's not right. Something's not right. Uh, Oh, we, there's nothing right about American government. We know that. Yeah. To me, it's Uh, kind of. I feel I feel just like people who didn't vote or won't vote that they're going to choose who they want to choose. Okay, that's fine. 
But what I'm telling you is like I exercise my opinions. That is all I can do. I don't exactly. have billions of dollars to run a campaign and back the person that I would like to see in office. That's not my that's not how my bank account is set up. <laughs> yeah. I can't yeah. do it. So So I I'm just um I'm really confused by actually looking at CNN because <laughs> I was under the assumption that most of the polls close. It says the next poll closes in uh, 48 minutes. So obviously this is going to be an all night thing, which I don't mind. I'm actually very like intrigued by it because the t- one thing I did learn from the 2016 election is to actually be more involved in politics and more importantly, just, just follow the trends, the news and don't just depend on like Apple news to get me the information that I needed to get. Um, so I would advise people just like, you know, our boy had said in the voicemail earlier to just like, know like about electoral college and get the research that you need to get. That way you can have that information. So he was right in regards to electoral colleges having like the ultimate say so. The issue mm-hmm. is you still need to be going and getting that information for yourself. So when you're looking, you're not just looking at, hey, the electoral votes. You can see how far ahead they are. You can see, more importantly, like what states are voting versus which states aren't. So even if it doesn't work out in your favor, you know for a fact in 2024 what needs to be done, what needs to be improved. That's something that's a trend that we've seen since 2016. There were states like Texas and Florida that weren't voting in the magnitudes that they are now in 2020. That's because they saw the trend that had happened in 2016. So some things when it comes to like politics are all about improvement and like analytics. And I feel like, I guess like, yeah. Hmm. Damn. Damn. Okay. So let let me ask a question. Um, Who do you feel like is, who you think is better for the environment? Do you feel like Trump is better for the environment or Biden? Biden, because Trump doesn't even believe in um, climate change. Yeah, I agree. Hey, my G, you're orange, my G. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I have to agree with you. Like, honestly, I just completely agree. But I want to ask the people who are listening to this chat right now, just a very important question. Um, why does it seem like people from other countries are so invested in our elections? Like, is there stake in our elections in like other nations, other countries? That's something that I've always asked. I never got like a definitive answer for because of course there is. I I would say there is because how 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 China um, does trades with the U.S. and products and resources has a lot to do with like who's in office and who's signing off on policies. So of course it Mm -hmm. has something to do with like who we get in that office, and then other countries are really looking at the United States like, God damn. Like, yeah. when, are they, when are the citizens there going to have enough? Like, when are they going to be like, no, fuck this. This is what we're doing. Because even Canada is looking at us like, I, I interviewed with someone yesterday that had a, um, a pregnancy loss, uh, you know, foundation. And she was like, you know, I'm in Canada and I know you know, this is a busy week for the United States. Like, she knew all about it. So, mm. other other places are looking at the U.S. and the citizens, like, 
you know, what are they going to do? Like, this is their reality. As if, like, are we preparing for war? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's madness. Oh, so, I have a listener who is listening while we're doing this on stereo, and they decided to actually type up how the Electoral College works for us, and even sent a YouTube. I'll put that in the show notes for the show. So they said, a candidate needs 207 electoral votes to win the election. Each state gets a certain amount of electors equal to the number of representatives plus two more electors for the state uh, for the two senators. Each state has two senators. The number of representatives is based on state populations determined by the census. The voters determine if the state is blue, red, or independent. They determine this by pure numbers, really, but they play by majority rules. So if 51% of the state votes Republican and 49% of the state votes Democrat, the whole state is Republican. Now, the state sends in their electoral votes based on what party they chose. For example, New York has 29 electoral votes. If they vote Democrat, that's 29 electoral votes to Joe Biden. Whoever gets 270 is elected. Mm. Yeah. Wow, when you hear it like that, though, right? Like, the, the whole idea of, like, 5149, that's something new to me. I didn't know it was that deep, because shit, like, so you basically tell me, like, Wisconsin, like, it's instantly, like, you know what? Like, if they, if they fuck with them, they fuck with them, and ain't really nothing you can do about it. But yeah. let's get this voicemail out the way. Bro, who winning right now, yeah? I'm just to find out who winning. <laughs> fuck, man. Yeah. So right now, if you are currently like me and you're drinking your pains away because nothing else is on TV, Biden is up in the electoral map 89 to 72. Um, obviously, like I said earlier, you need 272 win. Um, wild days we're living in. Very wild yeah. days we're living in. Very, very wild days. Um, I guess let's break up the, the politics for a while and let's just talk about something else. Um, okay. I ordered Chipotle for dinner today, right? Chipotle. Ordered Chipotle. Mm-hmm. I, I, I ordered this shit through the app. Did you know that they charge twenty five cent for the burrito on the side now? I don't eat out much, so no, I did not know that. Okay, so usually when I eat out, like it's either Chipotle or we go to like a dinner dinner where we like we order it. I stopped trusting DoorDash when I ended up getting a bag from where did I get? I got it from Nando's. And it was supposed to be one of those tamper-proof bags, but the entire side of the bag was, like, open. So it's like, clearly they went in there and was seeing what we had, right? But Chipotle has always been one of my favorite, like, quick things to eat. I don't eat fast food often, but Chipotle is, like, up there. It's like the the filet mignon of fast food, if you want to call it that. So I always get, like, a chicken burrito bowl. Get the chicken burrito bowl, but they charge me 25 cents for this fucking bowl. So I'm trying to figure out why. Why the fuck am I being charged for something that should be free? It's always been free, but why now? And he said, due to COVID, there has been a shortage in burritos. (laughs) So they're charging 25 cents for the extra burrito. I'm I'm not happy about this. I'm very unamused, and something needs to be changed. Um, I want to speak to the manager. Um, Oh, you're the manager? I want to speak to your manager. That's how I feel about it. Um, Let me see. Uh, hmm, what, what did I have a lot of? Sh- oh, if in the small case Biden and uh, Kamala Harris they win, will Kamala have to wear a pantsuit on inauguration day? 
Mm. I don't know the rules in their wardrobe. I don't know how that works. I mean, I would want to wear anyway. I, I feel like she should just be able to wear the fuck whatever she wants to wear. I just hate that just because skirts are known to be a woman's thing that people feel like when women dress up, they must wear a skirt. Like, I'm wearing whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. And mind you, like, I, I like seeing a woman in pantsuits because it, it just, it, I don't want to say it holds like a prestige, but it, it just looks like really impressive. However, like, I don't feel like if you're the, the first ever woman vice president, you do whatever the fuck you want. If she came in there with like some sweatpants, so I'm like, hey, you know what? That's my motherfucking VP. I, I like that shit. I, I like that. But, you know, you, Shan, you are the master of sweatpants, according to, you know, the Googles and the Twitters and the shits like that. Um, so that is all you. All right. Just so we, do- was- <laughs> we doing the sweatpants? Yeah, I, I need to know. Um, oh, let's make this fun. Let's let's make this fun. Um, <laughs> uh, we, we got we got to make this somehow about the uh, election and politics and shit like that, right? Um, but we're not gonna do it for this segment. I want you to name five white men that you would be impressed to see in sweatpants. Ooh, <laughs> um, Bruce Willis. Um, um, is Vin Diesel white? Is wait, hold on. Is Vin Diesel white? That is, oh my god, is he white? Wait, has he ever said, has Vin Diesel ever said nigga though? Oh, I mean, I you is he not? I, I think, I think Vin Diesel is white. Mm. Uh, hold on, what, what is his race? Vin Diesel's race. Um, he is English, German, Irish, and Scott. Oh, oh he's white. He white. He's white. Ooh. Ooh. He oh, like, the shit out of me. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, I am I am today's year old when I found out that Vin <laughs> Diesel is <laughs> Vin Diesel is there's no fucking way Vin Diesel is white. Um, no, I, I don't believe this. I, I'm going to ask I have to ask the Twitter. There is no fucking way Vin Diesel is white. Um who else I want to see? Uh I need to start calling this grown-ass man this grown-ass Benjamin Button. But I would like to see, um, what's his face? What is his face? Come on! Don't no. don't, don't say Robin Thicke. No! Oh, I want to see Robin Thicke. Not even his black wife when his ex-wife wants to see him. Um, Angelina Jolie's ex-husband. Um, Brad Pitt? Yes. I would like to see him in some sweats. Um, hmm. Who else looks like they have a long john in their pants? Uh, um, Lisa Bonet's uh, husband, Jason Mom- Jason Momoa. Okay, well, no, he's a, he's Hawaiian, isn't he? So does, does that count? Yeah, that has to count. That we're gonna leave it up for now. But you got you got to give us a replacement because Jason Momoa won't count. Okay, let's do a replacement. Um, white men, white men, white men. Um, <laughs> I don't know because when I think of white short men, I'm just like, 
if any of them dropped their draws, I would think I would the first instinct I would do is laugh. So I can't say anybody. Oh sure. my god! Oh my goodness! Um. <laughs> uh, I can't think of any other white men that I would want to see. Mm-mm-mm. Well, you, you got so far. You have Bruce Willis, Vin Diesel, Brad Pitt, and Jason Momoa. Even though you're gonna have to change that Jason Momoa one. Because I don't the, think who's, Jason the original, Mo- who's the original James Bond? Him. Um, he, he you know, he just passed away. You can, you can, I mean, oh I can God. have dead dick. Let me have dead he dick. He's dead. You can, you can rest I want dead dick. <laughs> Sean Connery. You can have dead have... dick. Sean Connery. Sean Connery is dead. Get you that cannot dick out the fuck... Let me oh my God. He is. Oh, my... it is too soon. <laughs> it is too soon. So, everybody who is just tuning in, I asked Shane, who are five white men who she would enjoy seeing them in sweatpants? And her answers were Bruce Willis, Vin Diesel, Brad Pitt, Jason Momoa, and Sean Connery. Here's the issue. Sean Connery passed away this week. So, and I'm sure she had no fucking This week? He he died like two days ago. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't mean to disrespect, but that dick is still fresh. Um, no, it is not. That is, it is still that fresh. Is, you know why people bury their people early? He um, died yesterday. <laughs> he died yesterday. <laughs> it's just Somebody a little cold. Let me breathe on it. <laughs> <laughs> that that is she gets it on all social media platforms. <laughs> wow. Who? Who's my next person? Holy shit. Um, you you just said you were attracted to Sean Connery like he did not pass away yesterday. One of the one of the Wahlburger boys. Uh, you gotta, wait, how many how many of them I know Mark Wahlberg and the one who runs the burger shop, but I don't know of any oh. Is Mark Damn. like the like the semi young one? I think he is. Okay, him because he always seems like I could bring him to the black cookout and he might try to drink chicken. Oh my god. Some, something is really wrong with you. That Face Sean Connery shit little... was fucking hilarious. But I feel like I'm I could so... get him apple juice to to calm it down. Wait, give him apple Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a fucking minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Give no white men sorrow at no um and no Jamaican cookout. So wait, you're saying apple juice like causes the <laughs> erection to go down? No, I'm talking about jerk. The jerk chicken. I feel like he would try jerk chicken at the cookouts. Gotta give him something. Again, this, this, and this is Shan from She Gets It podcast. And <laughs> wow. She her her top five white men that she wants to see. In sweatpants, I have to repeat, are Bruce Willis, Vin Diesel, mm-hmm. Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. Jason Momoa, and Sean Connery. That's right. Sean Connery died yesterday. God bless that thing. Rest, rest, rest in peace to Sean Connery. You couldn't pick, like, who, who, who are other famous white men? Who, I, I it doesn't look, matter. This, this is just, like, aesthetically... Looking at their face and their shoulders and their chest, what I want to see their below swinging in the in them sweats. 
You could you could have said Robert De Niro. You could have said Leonardo DiCaprio. I already know what that looks like. It looks like um cauliflower. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Wait, wait a fucking minute. How, first and foremost, how have you seen Robert De Niro's dick, and why does it look like cauliflower? Because I just imagine it to be like really wrinkly and in its place. <laughs> hold on. What the? F- <laughs> Ooh, wee. What in the? F- hold on. I'm not going to gloss over that. We're definitely going to stay on that topic for a moment because I'm really confused. You just said Robert De Niro has cauliflower dick. <laughs> what the fuck is what is cauliflower? Like, man, here's the thing: Can you have cauliflower dick and not be white? Because cauliflower is technically white, so like it's off white. So technically, so he does have to have a cauliflower dick because it's white, right? So, but yeah. what part of what part? Of the like, are you trying to say the the, the, ball. the head of the dick look like a so the, the balls ball. look like collar? So oh, you're not talking about like the entire like head no, of a cauliflower. You're talking about like the the ball. Yeah, you just said Robert De Niro has cauliflower dick and his balls look like cauliflower spears. Yeah, everybody, I, I'm not drunk enough for this. I really. I'm not drunk enough for this yet. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> so my, my my next question for you was how are the AKAs going to act if Biden-Harris wins? They're going to be stomping in the wind? Stomping in... <laughs> they, <laughs> they love to stomp in their pink and green. Oh shit. Um, that is she gets it on all social media platforms. I'm going to promote the shit out of that one because Black Twitter is not going to come for me when this episode drops. They are not. I'm just a drunk one asking the question. AKAs, I don't mind it. Oh my god! So let's. I'm going. I'm going to throw out some names for some some black celebrities, and I, I want you to tell me if they support Biden or Trump. Okay? okay. I, I think this would be a fun game. And I feel like anybody who is in the chat, they might as well do the same thing. Um Holly Berry. Um Biden. Jada Pinkett. Biden. Will Smith. Um, I don't know. Will Smith strikes me as somebody nice. Um, but I would say Biden because he'll do anything that that little woman of his wife tells him to do. Okay. Jamie Foxx. Biden. Denzel Washington. Biden! That man is black, black, honey. Um, Gabrielle Union. Biden. Lenny Kravitz. Biden. Chris Rock. Biden. Janet Jackson. Biden. Queen Latifah. Biden. Vanessa Williams. Mm. Biden. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what is uh, 
haven't ever heard her speak politically about anything. Let's see, um, Janet Jackson. We we said her. I said Biden. Oh, um, Sean Puffy Combs. He says Biden, but because he has money, and I feel like Trump supporters are very um, particular about what's going to happen to their money as far as taxes. I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of the cultures are with Republican regarding their money finances. It just makes more sense. So mm-hmm. I feel like he could be Trump. Probably. Um, Cuba Gooden Jr. Didn't he get arrested for um... <laughs> That's what I said. I had to throw my I feel like he cusses like a black man, so I'm gonna say Biden. Okay, um, Pharrell Williams. Biden, because he's focused on happy, and there's nothing happy about Trump. Yeah. Forrest Whitaker. Listen, I think Forrest Whitaker would be for Biden, but that I, I don't trust. <laughs> hey, yo, something wrong with you? Like, <laughs> oh shit. Um. Let me see. Danny Glover. Ooh. The one with the chest out or the one that looked like um Feely Man. Oh my God. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say with the chest out. I'm gonna say with the tr- with the chest out. I'm going to say Biden because I don't know how you can mm. make song and, and be for Trump. At the same time, because it'll be contradicting. Mm-hmm. I, I I was going to say Trump. I I felt like Danny Glover might be the one on that list, but we we still got more. I, I just said Trump. You said Biden. So we have a little bit of a divide there. Um, Raven Simone. <laughs> she is yeah. Such a- yeah. Question mark. I would say, I would say she's one of those people that's. I'm not voting. I feel oh. like she's that type of person. Yeah, she she's definitely that type of person. Let me see who who else we got. Um, how about Drake? Who who do you think Drake would endorse, Biden mm-hmm. or Trump? I think. In reality, Trump, but for his um, popularity to get more fans and stuff, I think he would say Biden. Okay. Tyra Banks. Ooh. I don't know. Um, I think Trump. I said the same thing. Um. Oh, th- this one's gonna be a tough one. Tom Joyner. Oh, oh, oh! It's time <laughs> for the morning show. I feel like um Biden because I feel like instead of like Swiss Miss in his kitchen, he has like cocoa. Oh my god! <laughs> Something is really wrong with you. Oh my god! <laughs> It just gives me very like 
Uh, don't touch my fine china is in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Um th- this one this one actually might be the wild card here. Um the Maori sisters, the twins, uh Tia and Tamara. Who votes for who? <laughs> um the one that's really cheeky votes for mm-hmm. Trump. And then the one with her fine ass um, black husband, she votes for um, Biden. That man is a fucking. Okay. okay. All right. I, I, I think right I'll now we can tell. I'll this aisle any day, okay? Oh, my Lord. Oh, my. See, this is, this is why we can't have <laughs> good things. We, we can't have good things because Shan decides she wants to. Mm-mm-mm. You ever you ever smell somebody in a store and then you let them go down the section and you go down it just to sniff their essence? <laughs> no, that's stalking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy oh, shit. Oh boy. <laughs> Fuck. Yo. Let's get this next voice, man. <laughs> Hi, please don't skip. I know I'm young. I sound young. But do you guys have any advice on bullying? Because I'm getting bullied by, like, three kids right now. And they're starting me to beat me up at school tomorrow. And I'm kind of scared. So do you guys have any advice? Ooh. Um, wow. Come on, Daddy Greg. Fuck. Um. Damn, I'm getting bullied in school. Um. Okay, I guess this is a safe space, right? Number one, do not steal your parents' guns and take them to school. There's no good outcome to that. So I know that's dark, but yeah, just don't do that. It's not a good idea. Um, I would say, huh, damn, that's a tough one. Um, it, it all depends. First, I, w- I want you to talk to your parents first. I think you should go and you t- talk to your mother, talk to your father, uh, specifically talk to your mother first. Us dads were kind of like territorial. So if you go and you tell us something like that, our initial reaction is to, hey, go hit them back, go fight and stuff like that. Go talk to someone with some sense. Talk to your mom, see how she feels about it. If she says, you know, she'll address it at the school, I would let her address it at the school first. If the bullying continues, then it's a situation where you have to defend yourself with your hands, a.k.a. learning to fight. I want you to learn to fight with your fist. No weapons, no, you know, no foreign objects, rather. Like, don't bring brass knuckles, anything like that. Go to school, talk to your principal, and say, hey, these kids are bullying me. Your friends or the people who are, like, bullying you, they're going to say, hey, well, if he tattletale, hey, but trust me, so did T.I. I I want you to just be safe. Um, If you do have to fight them, though, you always aim for the nuts. There's nothing worse than getting hit in your dick with the fist. You don't want that to happen. So, little kid who was in this chat, I shouldn't even be talking to you because this is an adult space. But if you have to fight someone, you hit them in the nuts with your fist or with your feet. Just kick them in the dick. So, let's get this next voice. Biden 2020, boys. Biden 2020. there's kids on here now like all i need is like for like kids bop to come in and like play like animated theme music in the background kids bop, mm, bop, 
I liked it. So, so now here's the thing. I told myself before we had the baby that I would absolutely never watch or listen to any kids bop like cartoon type of stuff. And then I got caught up. So I was like pre-doing There's our like- XM radio and we were in the car and you know XM radio like they give you the little trial or whatever right so uh-huh. I fell in love with the kids bop channel because you know I put the baby in the seat and we were just driving around I was like I don't want her hearing all this cursing right I put on the kids bop shit and I was like yo how how did they make certain songs sound good like the what was the song that Drake did the Kiki do you love me you know? like that shit was fire I was like yo some eight-year-old right now is rapping this shit and it flames flames if i was eight and i couldn't listen to like i'm in the car with anya and she's like what is he saying ash 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 everywhere i said no ass 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 everywhere Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh my lord oh my lord now when is when is a good time to actually let your kid listen to like the unedited versions of music um okay this is my method I feel like I don't want my kids to ever feel like they need to hide something from me. So mm-hmm. um, I allow them to hear words because that's what they are, their words. Now, the meanings behind the words, some of them are inappropriate and I want to tell them why they're inappropriate. But I also don't want them to be lost in conversation that's being had in front of their face. Like, I want them to pick up on someone dismissing them while in front of them, but acting like they like them or acting like they have their best interests. I want them to pick up on words. So I allow them to hear certain words, not because, oh, I let my kids cuss or I want my kids to cuss. It's more so like I want my kids to be aware of someone saying something derogatory about you in front of you and because you're young you don't know the difference I want them to know exactly so. mm. you know we're not Damn. we're not the Wu-Tang every day but I let them know hey, what like, I hear that let's see <laughs> what, what's this next voicemail as, as long as this is not some toddler on here I feel like if you're gonna get bullied, just tell the bullies that you have COVID. Damn. I don't you know what? About that, but what I would do as a black mom, either I come up there and you point them out to me and I'll mm-hmm. handle it, and then you'll just be looked at like he actually had his mom come up here, X, Y, and Z, because I'm that crazy. Yeah. Or when they come to confront you, just yell really loud. I didn't tell them what y'all did in Truth or Dare when I saw mm-hmm. y'all. I didn't tell anybody and just have them look stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because the oh, no. worst bullies don't like is being embarrassed. Oh yeah. Like but... here's the thing. Like I've you know, I've always said whenever I had kids, like if my kids got bullied. I would just fight the kid, like, straight up. Like, you know, at that point, it's just going to be me and you. And then I'm going to have to fight your parents, too, because, you know, they're going to be mad. But as a parent, if you know you are raising a bully, you should just let your kid be the adult in that situation. Like, if you know your kid is beating up kids and the school is saying, hey, your kid is bad as shit, 
like you shouldn't be mad that a parent came to the defense of their kid because you would do the same thing, right? So if you know little Johnny is saying, "Hey, like, you know, Greg came to school and beat me up," I'm like, the parents should be like, "Hey, man, you kind of bad as shit. So why not? Like, it's cool. Like, take your lumps. Like, take your lumps." I just think that I just um yeah. asked me this too. She said, "Did you have a bully in school?" And I was like. I mean, this was just, like, one big managed size girl in, like, high school where, like, you know, if you put money in the vending machine and your shit got stuck, she mm-hmm. would basically shake it because I couldn't shake it and she would, like, try to take my stuff. And I just kept, like, confronting her every time she would try to take my stuff until she just got tired of it because all that. It wasn't getting anywhere. But my thing is, like... Bullies only bully who they think won't respond or or do anything back. Do something back a couple of times, and I promise you, they'll be on to somebody else. Yeah, like you, you know the thing. Some people say is like, oh, if they bully you, they must like you. Like, if if that's the case, you got to use that shit to your advantage. Like, if you know that person is bullying you because you they like you or some shit like that, you have to do shit intentional. Like. Just walk up to him and like ha- have a boyfriend or girlfriend, something like that. And then just like walk up to him and just say, Yeah, I know you want this. Like, just go and like fuck with them mentally. Or if <laughs> they are that bully and they can't read good, like in the middle of the class, right? Say if the teacher says, Hey, Johnny, read, you know, this. And they read I- that passage <laughs> and they can't get through it. Oh, you got to act like a complete asshole. You got to say some shit that will literally fuck with them. And like in the middle of them reading and they're stuttering, just like you dumb motherfucker. Like shit like that <laughs> will literally. Piss. I'm telling you, you will never get bullied again if you t- if you embarrass the kid in class and say you dumb motherfucker. Once you do that, oh, that's the end of you being bullied. They might buy you lunch that day, because most bullies are just assholes because there's some shit going on at home. That's why we have all them fucking serial killer movies. Think about it. Every serial killer that you've ever thought about in like those movies, Michael Myers. Bullied. Um, Freddy Krueger. Bullied. Uh, Hellraiser. Bullied. I mean, I think the only one that was a serial killer that wasn't bullied was Chucky. But then he's a fucking doll, right? But every single person I can think of that was like a killer in a movie was bullied at some point. They don't make the movies for no reason. But the only way to get rid of a bully early is to combat them. Like say something that's gonna fuck them up mentally. Don't go and try to do the nice role shit like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I want to be your friend. I don't want you to bully me because the thing is, then you're just going to be their friend that they bully. You got to check them immediately. So do we have any other voicemails? Let me see if we got one more. We Nigga, is you, wait, is you being for real about fighting a little kid, bro? <laughs> what? Oh, oh <laughs> so he, yes. Yeah, I'm absolutely thrilled about that. Here's, here's the issue. As somebody who is a new parent, the one thing I don't want to happen to my kid is them coming home and they have like a bloody lip and, you know, they're saying that they're getting bullied and things like that. Because it's like, what do you do as a parent? Do you go to the school? And most parents do. They say, I went to the school. I talked to the kids. I talked to the parents. And the principal will say, well, if it happens again, here's the thing. I'm on a one strike rule when it comes to my kid. My mom taught me that. So I, I'll tell a funny story of what happened. So my sister and I, we went to the playground, and a little boy that had a crush on my sister 
what he did was he pushed her face first down a slide. And it was one of those old school metal slides that are like really sharp at the end. And she ended up getting a mark. I think it was like it was like a mark on her arm or something like that. So what my mom did was she took the little boy up to the slide and pushed him down the same way. So both my sister and the little boy both had to go get stitches in the same spot that day. The mm. little boy learned that, hey, use your words. Don't go and do things intentionally because you feel as though like, hey, you like her. So the way to show that you like her is to go and push her off a fucking slide. There are a but lot of men. Today, oh, today is not um, let's deal with this in a lifelike manner. It's on pressing charges. I'm, I'm doing this and it's kind of like these kids don't learn the lessons that they have to learn uh, physically that are going to shape them. There's always someone enabling their behavior because the way exactly. that schools are set up for bullies is they don't address it the first time. They allow several times to happen before something is addressed. But once you take it upon yourself to address some shit, now you in a courtroom instead of a principal's office. Oh, but here's the thing. I can handle the courtroom. When when shit like that happens, if you have to go to court, you tell them this. There are plenty of bullies in schools that end up being the, you know, they bully a kid and that kid ends up going and shooting up the entire fucking school. I don't want my kids shooting up their school. I don't want them going to their school and hurting in, you know, people who are innocent because one person decided that they wanted to bully them for six months. The school's not going to do shit. Their parents aren't going to do shit. And the teacher is, honestly, the teacher doesn't really want to be involved in it, and she shouldn't be. I feel like teachers can only do their job, which is teach. Yeah, they're supposed to be mediators. And... Yeah, like, like, I've heard some horror stories about, like, you know, cues like kids that he teaches and stuff like that and how yeah. they'll try to fight him and I was like yo I, I wish I would not be some jobs aren't for me like customer service that's not a job I can do I'm all <laughs> for customer service however you're not going to talk to me crazy so that's number one number two I, I, could, I could not be in a position where I have to come into somebody's home or like do some like tech type of stuff like IT because you're not going to be stupid on purpose you're not going to be like I locked my iPhone password. I forgot it. And it's on you. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? This is you. Like some things are just common sense to me. And number three is obviously like the teaching job. I feel like teaching is one of those jobs where you have to have patience. I have patience, but only when I have patience, if that makes sense. Like if I had a good day, you're going to know I had a good day. But teachers never look like they have a good day. I don't want that day. I don't want that week. Like if a kid tells me that, or if a parent rather tells me that a little boy ran up on a girl that he had a crush on and like pushed her down a slide or decided that he wanted to hit her to show that he liked her, me, mm -hmm. like my instinct as a father comes in and I'm going to want to punch the kid. Because I'm like, oh, you don't want that shit to happen to you, so why would you want to do it to somebody else? And I'm, I'm raising a little girl. I want her to know, like, hey, if some little boy punches you, I don't care how much he says he likes you, punch the little motherfucker back. Because if you don't, then I got to go to the school. And when I go to the school, it's not going to be pretty. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to the classroom. I'm not stopping at the principal's office. I'm not stopping to talk to the teacher. I'm going to come to the classroom. I'm going to sit in that day. And I'm going to say, sweetie, which one of these little boys is it? 
And <laughs> she's going to say, it's him. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, what did he do to you? Did he grab Did he grab your arm? Did he push you down? If she says yes, he's getting the same reaction. And that's something that I don't want to instill in people. That's just my method. I don't go out here spanking kids and beating kids and shit like that. But you're not going to hurt mine. You're not going to hurt Shan's kids. These are my pod children. So if I hear somebody, I'm on a flight to Georgia. You Listen, know what I mean? Like, I, know, I, I need I know, that. I know which one of my kids are going to be the one getting beat up. I know which one is not. Mm. Because some kids are just like hella sensitive, hella soft, and they can't. They just will not defend themselves no matter how much you hit them or pick on them. They're going to come tell you. And it's going to get to a point where I'm just going to be like, girl, if you don't fight, I can't do nothing for you. Because I was a I I never fought in school, but I will drag and beat your ass once we get off this bus. Like, that was me. So, for me, I know one of my kids is a fighter. Like, I'm not going to need no nation i just need you to say her name i'm on my way and i know the other one is going to be like how bad is it do i need to take it to yeah. the house <laughs> like i know i know which one is going to be yeah but I, I guess the moral of the story is like you parent how you parent but a, as a kid if you are a kid that's being bullied like i know the commercials are doing this like anti-bullying campaign and you know they're telling you if you're being bullied like go through the proper channels i'm like this is not hr here like we can't handle all situations how we would in like the chain of command at work this is school and kids are literally getting beat the fuck up when i say beat up there are little boys beating up girls like especially mm-hmm. in the climate we've been in for the past four years just imagine like one of our daughters going to a school and one of the white kids who's been raised by a, a racist like family has decided hey well, that little black girl in your class, like, you should go and put gum in her hair, or you should cut her hair because her hair's too long. And they go to school, and they do that shit because that's something that's learned behavior from home. You know what's learned behavior in my home? Somebody put their hands on you, you beat their fucking ass. And it's just law at that point for me. Like, I've heard of people say, hey, don't come in my house after you've gotten jumped or you got in a fight and you didn't go back to whoop their ass. I'm not that household. I'm the household that is, if I got to go with you to go get it done, then we're going to go get that shit done, period. And especially raising a little girl, like there's certain things that a little girl can't do in terms of like another girl or another boy. Like I want to raise her to be a lady, but at the same time, just know like you might have to throw hands. This doesn't mean whenever you're trying to settle a difference, you have to fight. Sometimes your words are the better action to have. However, if somebody comes up to you and punches you in the face, ain't no more talking. Swing. So mm-hmm. that, that little guy that, you know, decided to leave that voicemail, if you are being bullied, like, three strikes. The first time, you know, shame on me. Second time, shame on you. The third time, whoop they ass. Fight them. Like, somebody's mm-hmm. absolutely going to hate and leave this voicemail and say, oh, that's wrong, Greg. Don't tell them that. I'm telling them that. Because the only way you can defend yourself is to actually defend yourself. Going and running to mommy and daddy, like, it's not going to always work. And more importantly, some a lot of kids have been in a position where it's too late to do that shit. They've been bullied to the point where they come home and they slit their wrists. They go and they k- try to, like, kill themselves because they're bullied. Like, you have to teach your children to, like, not only defend themselves when you're around, but to defend themselves when you aren't. And the best way to do that is to tell them, hey, if you fuck with me, I'm going to whoop your ass. Yeah. Let us, 
let's get these voicemails so yeah facts every person like like some crazy person like that was a bully but i also feel like they were influenced by um by mm-hmm. the movies games and just tv like you feel me and then on like on top of that they're battling like mental problems you know what i mean because yeah. like bro like i don't understand how someone can get bullied like i already i've gone to school and seen people get bullied all the time and they didn't you feel me they didn't show up to school they didn't do this they didn't do that you know that's what i'm saying it's a select few that actually um mm-hmm. attempt to follow through with that act or do follow through with that act and i feel like those are the people that were bullied um pushed to the limit and and do suffer like a few mental problems yeah i absolutely agree like he said like you do get pushed to the edge but for me not to like discredit that like i just don't ever want it to get to that point where my child my child the only child i can control is my own i don't want Mm -hmm. it to get to that point with mine where they go and do that like there is like a way of going about things and that's a conversation i have to have with them a lot of parents aren't willing to have that approach because the parents have that approach they're like hey hey sometimes you're just gonna have to air some shit out it's like wait what the fuck like that some shit just doesn't work out and you don't want that to happen that's why you have school shootings and things like that and when you see like those school shootings whenever they end up arresting instead of killing that person who did it and they give them like a questionnaire it's like so why'd you do it it's always like well you know i I was mistreated and blah 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 but it's like but did you come did you confront the problem more importantly were you able to go to the proper channels and Usually the answer is yes. I'm not like condoning the fact that they did the behavior they did. What I'm saying though is if you're bullied or you are being bullied by someone, you don't have the proper channels you can go to because they just instantly think, well, it'll go away if we have a talk with that person or it'll go away because we've discussed it with them and they said they would never do it again. Trust me, there are grown (laughs) men who beat their, beat their wives, beat their, you know, their spouses and, the like operative term for them is I'll never do it again. I'm sorry. I apologize. And mm-hmm. nobody want to hear that shit. Like after the third time, I'm oh, okay. I'm, I got to share this story. Shay, I'm sorry. So basically like my mom, once upon a time, she was like dating a guy and he would put his hands on her. So me, I'm like, mom, how can I defend you as your son? But I'm young. I don't know these things. Right. So the first time he beat on her, she, she did the the crying dance, like, oh, I'm crying, I'm sorry. You know, she's apologizing to him because she thought she did something wrong to him to get that behavior from him. The, the second time this shit happened. Like that. And that's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. So the second time it happened, she was like, wait a minute. We we talked, you said this wouldn't happen, and you're doing it again. So he did it again, and he wasn't like a drunk or anything like that. It was just something he knew because he didn't know how to express his emotions as a man other than to lash out with his hands. And the thing is, he's one of those, he was one of those street dudes who felt like the only way he defended himself was by fighting. But this is a woman here. So <clears throat> not only have you done this once, this is the second time you did this shit. So the second time she did it, you know, the second time he did it, she sat down and she's telling me about it. And it's the first time I've ever had to have like a grown man conversation with an adult as a child. And that's the one thing I regret to like, my dying day I'm like oh like I had to have a talk with my mother about her getting beat by a man that wasn't my father for one and two like there was no consequence for his actions right so time number three happened and 
at this point, my mom, she was taking like the self-defense class and stuff like that. But she was like, oh, no, we got to go one step above. So she went and got one of the police billy clubs and she got her oh. gun. So the third time she pulled out the gun on his ass and then all of a sudden it was, hey, no, I'm sorry for real. I'm not trying to lose my life. <laughs> and it, 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 it shouldn't get to that point where you literally have to pull out a gun on a person to let them know, yo, like to stop fucking with me. And I'm mm. trying to relate that to like people going to school and shooting up. Like it shouldn't go to that extent because some people they know better. They just choose not to take that route. And mm. you know, for me, like I've always felt like when I see bullies, it's usually like the men that bully women. But there are women bullies. My issue is I've just I've personally never seen that. And if I have, or you know, I'm not just like seeing it like for like face value, it's usually a little girl bullying another girl. It's yeah. like, okay, wait, like, you, you, you don't like that girl because she's not a part of your crew or she stands alone because, honestly, she might want friends. She just doesn't know how to approach being friends with you. Or she just might not like you like that. Not everybody's supposed to like you. So for, like, a little girl, for example, I'll use my daughter as an example. Um, if she were to tell me, hey, a girl bullied me at school, I can't go and say the same shit I said 15 minutes ago about me trying to fight a little girl. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. like. You could tell I'm her mom. Tell her, yeah, I'm going to tell her mom, I'm like, oh, like, you might have to go there and throw hands with, not, not the mom, <laughs> go throw hands with the girl. Go, go, go and throw hands with the little girl. But, because see, if I put my hands on a, a little girl, then I look like, you know, I did that intentionally. And then people are like, oh, we got to arrest him now. Yeah. But at some point, you also know, as a parent, like, there are certain channels and there are certain people that you can't reach. If you know your kid is, you know, being bullied, like, you'll know immediately if that school or that place that it's happening at, if they actually care, because they would have handled it before you got there. And you would know because when your child got home, even though they would tell you the story, they would feel better about telling you the situation. However, I've seen way too many situations where the kid literally doesn't tell you, the school tells you first, but they try to clean it up real nice. Like Hughes told me how that shit works, how to be like the school will call and say, hey, your kid got into an altercation. No, my kid didn't get into an altercation. They were fucking bullied. Like a kid would put gum in their hair or something like that. That's not an altercation. That kid did that shit intentionally. So I I wanted to like like highlight this movie that I was watching. So this movie is like a Jason Statham movie. It's called Homefront, right? So the plot basically was this guy, uh, Jason Statham, right? So he has a daughter that he lives with the wife died like a few years before they had moved. So they moved to the small town because he actually was a retired DA agent, right? So he moved to Louisiana and basically his daughter goes to school, to this new school that they're, you know, I guess in this new town. She goes to the school and she's instantly bullied by this little boy. But the issue is her father's like a DA agent. So he was teaching her, her basically her whole life to defend herself and to fight back. So the bully you know, goes to school and he's bullying her. But the thing is, she fights back. So she fights back and she whoops his ass. And she gets in trouble for defending herself. So the school called him, the father, and was like, wait, why did this happen? Like, why is she beating him up? And she's like, no, like, I'm defending myself because that's what he was doing. And the whole movie spirals because of the fact that the kid that was a bully he goes and tells his parents to lie like no I wasn't bullying her she hit me first and blah 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 blah. now the parents are at odds with each other and it takes this whole movie and changes the entire dynamic to the point where he has to go kill people I'm like yo like this is wild so I guess it's funny how like we started talking about 
like bullying and stuff like that. But if you want to see a movie that's really good, Homefront, that movie, it touches on it so much. And that's how I would actually interact. If somebody were to hit my daughter or to bully my daughter, I wouldn't shoot them or the parents. I would just say my kid is going to whoop your ass. That's why right now my kid is, what, three months old? She watches UFC on Saturdays. She don't know what it means right now. But when she turns like four or five and she's trying to figure out how to break people's legs, I'm letting you know, you bully my kid, she's going to fuck you up. So let's get this voicemail, though. Yeah, I, I understand what both of y'all are saying. Like, basically, the moral of the story is that when you're doing stuff like that, when you're bullying, you're not realizing what you're doing to others, like the pain you're inflicting. But, like, realistically speaking, if you handle it like that, you know what I mean? Like, if you if you take matters in your own hand, you're an adult. And that's a child. And, like, come on now, bro. That's not about that. Because then, cause then whatever you do, even if you just... um. You just, like, grab the kid and, and take them to the parent. You feel me? And what if you're the parent and you see someone grabbing your kid, like, you know, <clears throat> like, ugh, get your, take your kid. You're like, what the fuck? Like, take your hand off my kid. You know what I mean? Like, bro, like, it's going to motherfucking result into gunplay at that point. Like, I don't think it's going to be pressing no charges. I think it's going to be violence at that point, bro. <laughs> like, Okay. I agree with you to an extent. I'm, I'm going to just go and say this. You are a parent. Your kid comes to you and says, this person is bullying me, like the, the little boy earlier. Mm-hmm. Kids are bullying me. I don't know what to do. They come to you as a parent. They confide in you as a parent. You do what you're supposed to do initially is you talk to the teacher. The teacher says, well, you know, we saw it happen, but, you know, we can do the counseling thing. We can do the one-on-one thing. Cool. You do the counseling thing. It continues. So then you escalate it to the principal of the school. That should happen. At this point, if you're doing the counseling and doing all those proper channels, nine times out of 10, the parents of the person who has been bullying has been notified as well. There's just no corrected behavior at that point. So I am, you know, I am of the rule, if you won't correct your kid, I will. And I don't apologize for it, and I never will apologize for it, because there are parents who feel like their kid is the perfect child and they never see it actually happen. So since they didn't see it happen, it never happened. Even though the school, the principal, the teachers, the students, and a kid who has visible marks saying they did this to me, as long as the kid says, oh, I didn't do that, they believe them, at some point, if you're not going to parent, I have to do it for you. And it sounds really fucked up, but it's the truth, man. It's just the honest to God truth. I would much rather protect my kid. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, sometimes the kids act like that, and then... Mm -hmm. You as a parent, as an adult, you want to go to their parent as an adult and their parents, they, they, they don't parent, they shrug, they don't give a fuck. And then that's where you're left. How do I protect and defend my kid? Mm-hmm. Because the reason why most kids act out like that is because they want someone to care about them to the point where they discipline them. And the reason why they got that far to where they just out here causing motherfucking menace ruckus is because they're screaming for attention for someone to give a fuck about why they're acting away and what they need. And so the way that they have this temper tantrum is uh, just annoying and getting on another child's nerves and, and bringing... Mm-hmm all this shit to them because they're fucking miserable. Miserable people want more people to be miserable. That's what they want. Yeah. 
And for me, I'm not here to parent your kid. I'm not a therapist for your kid. If your kid has trauma that they're laying on my child that I didn't give that child, your child needs to answer for that. And you as a parent need to answer for that. The issue is if you as their parent don't answer for it, your kid's going to answer too. So even though I might not have to put my hands on your kid, I will definitely allow my child to put their hands on you while I'm standing right there. Because then I want your child to see exactly how they have impacted my child. So yeah, I will go to your classroom and do the same thing I said I was going to do earlier. I will go to the class and say, hey, did he hit you? Did he touch you? And if it happens, I want the teacher to be there. I want his classmates to be there and say, do the same thing he did to you, to him, and see how it feels. Mm. Because at that point, not only is he embarrassed, he or she is embarrassed, because I gotta be fair, but certain things you know you shouldn't do as a child. I don't want to keep giving people, you know, giving children bail, because like I said before, it's learned behavior. And you as their parent, you shouldn't be, oh, well, you know, it's going to result into gunplay, blah, blah, blah. You know your kids are fuck up. You know your kid is going out here bullying kids to the point where the school is calling you and saying, come get your badass kid. That's why there are a lot of people that are right now during COVID just realizing that their kids are fucking problem kids, like problem childs. Like, mm-hmm. you haven't had to... You haven't had to live with your kid for seven and a half hours a day. That's why you send them to fucking school. You're sitting there like, yo, like, I get a break. Oh, my God. Like, that, you yeah. knew that kid was bad. Now, you're stuck with them for eight months, and you're trying to figure out, well, damn, were the teachers right? Yes, the teachers were right because your kid is the reason. They are the asshole. Like, you know that uh, that segment we do on the show? Like, am I the asshole? Yes, your kid is the asshole. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying beat a kid. I'm not saying whoop a kid or punish a kid. Take things away from them that make them a detriment to the or, like or can... stop living with a roommate as a child. Like there's yeah. a lot of people don't even know what their kids' room look like, what they do in their room, what they do with that door shut. I'm never going to exactly. be like I'm always going to know. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like when I see like the kids or the teenagers, because I don't want to keep saying kids, but when I see the teenagers and obviously the kids that do things like they, they shoot up their schools and stuff like that, a, a lot of them come from privileged backgrounds. I'm not even making this a race thing because I don't want to make it a race thing. But I will say they come from pri- like a, a lot of privilege. They're like, oh, well, my parents, they owned a gun range or my parents had 28 guns. It's like, okay, they knew exactly what they wanted to do because that shit that they've seen. However, if you as a parent tell your kid, hey, here are the consequences for your actions, nine times out of ten, actually, I ain't gonna say nine out of ten, but like seven out of ten times, they're not going to choose that action because you've already displayed to them the consequences of it. But when you don't have those talks with your children, the result is the behavior they give to when you're not around. That's why I see a lot of parents, they don't know their children. They're like, oh, like right now when we're talking about the COVID thing, a lot of people just started to learn exactly who the fuck their kid is. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, damn, like, so this is, this is you all day long. So when you're in a classroom, this is how you act. This is why when you're, in, you know, you're sitting there at the desk and you're trying to, you know, do your lessons, you don't want to study. That, that's something the teacher was telling you, but you didn't want to hear. Now that you are now the parent and the teacher, you're learning these things. You're, you're seeing these things. But it's, it's not even just the classroom. It's not like even in the classroom behavior. Like at three o'clock, four o'clock, whenever kids get out these days. Like, that certain shit that you see translates to, like, social media. That's why you have people that are our age, Shan, like, that are fucking bullies on the internet. 
Mm. You're like, damn, like, you, you cannot always be this fucking mean. But you know, a lot of the people that are on social media that are mean is because they have no fucking people skills or they, they don't go out. Like, a lot of people, I just want to say on Twitter, I'm like, yo, is everything okay? Because you know there's something wrong. There's a trauma there that they don't want to talk about. So what they do is they just get on Twitter and talk shit to people. Like, right now, there's probably a troll in our voicemails right now who is talking cash shit to us. Well, fuck niggas, <laughs> fuck black people, Trump 2020, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, is everything okay? I guarantee if you just ask somebody who is just, like, having a really shitty day, if they've just been, like, mean to everybody in the world and the world ain't shit, they want to do this and this, if you just ask them, yo, like, is everything okay? Like, what's wrong? They'll probably break down in tears because they've been holding all that pent-up aggression and they just wanted to, they wanted one person to ask them because they're not getting that shit at home. So I guess to leave that to the voicemail we were talking about before, like, yes, sometimes, like, as a parent to my daughter, if I have to go and approach a kid and if I have to ask them, hey, is everything okay? If I have to go and say, hey, do the same thing that he did to you, to him, then, yeah, it's going to have to happen because you have to understand, like, you can't have that behavior to everybody else. There's a consequence for your actions, and more importantly, you don't want that to happen to you. Or maybe I'm just I'm just old. I learned the golden rule at three years old, and I just knew I wanted to be treated the same way I treat other people. But mm. what I don't want to do is constantly be treated like shit and just let that shit fly. So yeah, if your kid or you as an adult, you keep treating me like shit, or you treat my family and my kid like shit, you're going to catch these motherfucking hands. Or if I can't put my hands on you, your parents are going to catch hands because I don't hit children, but your parents are going to catch them. Always pay another child to stomp them out. But let's get these voicemails because I'm I'm, I know for a fact I pissed somebody off. I know. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Because now, Greg, that reminds me of a story, bro. No cap. Like, this is like all my life. This really happened, bro. I beat this dude ass. I did not bully him or nothing like that. I just whooped his ass. Boom. And then he gonna he gonna oh dad he got beat up. Then he gonna tell his dad who I am. You feel me? I'm on I'm on my we live on the same street too. No cap. And then I'm just you feel me? I'm playing. And he gonna go get his dad. And his dad gonna run up on me. And I just got I got my stepdad. You feel me? So so boom I removed myself the kid out the situation right. So so he and his dad came at me like the energy oh if you hit my son I'm gonna hit you. But then when another grown man another adult come in then the energy changed. You feel me? Like so. Like, you got to have that same energy when they get their parent. You feel me? Like, if you're going to beat that little kid ass, you better beat his parents ass. Is what I'm saying. And 90% of these niggas do not be on that because that nigga did not get no apology on on my soul. He did not get no apology. And he left with ass beating. So. Oh, I absolutely agree. And I'm, I'm going to just say this for the last time because I, I got to make this crystal clear. Like, I don't care if you are five foot two or six foot eleven. You put your hands on my child. I don't care. I, I am willing to go and like take an L life-wise for mine. And the reason why I'm doing that is because I'm showing you that, hey, I'm willing to die for this shit. Even when I'm not here, you're going to respect the people that come after me. And mm. that's just rule of thumb. Like there, there are people right now who will die for this. Like there are some people who I've seen those little YouTube clips where the uh, the guy, he jumped on the car when the dog ran off, like he jumped over the fence and his little girl was just running around the car while he's sitting on top of it. I, I'm not that type of dad. I'm not that type of man. So if it comes to gunplay, if it comes to a situation where I have to handle mine because you couldn't handle your kid, then so be it. 
So I I will be that parent. But what's not going to happen? You're not going to disrespect my kids, man. I, I just can't do it. Especially when you know your kid ain't shit. It's fucked up, man. Some people just need to understand you are ra- you are raising you. And if you a shithead, your kid going to be a shithead. The school's telling you your kid's a shithead. Like you just sitting there like, I don't know what the problem is. I I just I'm just raising them the best way I can. Look at you. You 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 you're terrible. Don't nobody want to see that bullshit. Let's get these voicemails though. Who did you guys vote for today? I know it's election day. I'm trying to see y'all opinions on it. Um, we, we talked about that earlier. Um, Shane, what, what, do you want to get into that before we get these next voicemails out the way? Body today. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I vote. I voted early because I, I wasn't. You know, I was avoiding those lines. But let's get back to these voicemails. Yeah. Yeah, my child got bullet one time. I remember my child got bullet one time and I went down there to the school and after they found a teacher sitting in the corner, standing in the corner, peeing in the corner in a diaper, they, they, I didn't, my child didn't have no more problems. I'm talking about no more problems because the teacher was just standing there, just staring, just peeing, pee just stand, pee just running down the legs. They didn't know, they didn't know, they didn't know what was going on. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? Hold on, let's get the next one. Can you say Monica slowly? Three times. Monica. Honestly, I feel like a lot of times these parents are their child's first bully. And that's why kids bully kids at school. I'm not saying it's right, but I feel like there needs to be a lot more work done on the school side. Like, look, obviously something's going on with this child for this child to be acting this way a lot of times children they emulate what they see at home and a lot of these bullies that's that's what they see that's what they get at home so they emulate that you know you could tell a child don't do this don't do that you know you can tell them till you're blue in the face but ultimately a child is going to copy what they see and exactly Parents got to take a, a long look in the mirror because your child is acting a certain way because of their environment. I will say that. Absolutely. I agree, Emily. Like, shout out to Emily Garcia. Like, that, she put it better than I did. She's being yeah. nice about it. I will I will fight you and your badass kid. But let, let, let's get this. That's <laughs> a shame. You know, I feel like so many parents, if if they took the time to get to know their child and didn't project so much on them, the relationships yeah. would improve not only within the parents, you know, in themselves, but between parent and child. You know, I feel like a lot of parents project onto their children and that lower self-esteem, it destroys the relationship. You know, I've seen it through my friends and I, and I see it through myself and my relationship with my family. It's, I, I appreciate COVID because it's been like a, a big mirror. You know, people are finally looking at the man in the mirror and, you know, some people can't take it, but, you know, it's it's made me stronger for sure. Yeah. I, I think that's a good question. Has COVID and the year 2020 been a mirror? Shout out to Emily. Has it been a mirror to you and your children? Have you learned more about your household over the course of the last eight to nine months. Well, well shit, it's been March, right? So the last year, you say that. Um, I feel like I've learned more. I've already known what I've seen. 
It's just, it's been harder to appreciate, you know, what my kids bring to me in a positive way because we're spending so much time together. So I, mm-hmm. I'm constantly pointing out the things that they're not doing right. And it seems like I'm always nagging or it seems like I'm always yelling or it seems like I'm always having an issue when really I'm not. It's just like, you're doing good. Okay, I don't I don't want to say anything because that's what you're supposed to do. But in reality, kids need, um, they need like encouragement. And they need, you know, accolades for what they do. And um, when you can't give them that, they sort of feel like you don't care. So it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely agree. And shout out again to Emily. I know she probably has another voice, man. We're going to keep playing. Football. <laughs> you dead wrong for that, young. <laughs> but I, 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 I think she was commenting on the fact that I said I still beat the kids' ass. Like, um, I, I'm going to beat the kids' ass. I, I got to I have to clarify because somebody's going to be really upset at the fact that I said that. I didn't say I'm literally just going to go and, like, choke a fucking kid out. Like, I, I'm not that way. Mm-hmm. However, I, I'm going to let the parent know, hey, if it happens again, and we've had this discussion, I just want your blessing that your kid's going to get the ass whooping you won't get. Not That's her, it. Because, that, that, no, th- there are some parents that I know who have said, I'm never going to beat my kid. I'm never going to, you know, punish them or something like that. I'm like, yo, that's why your kid literally beats you up. There are a lot of no. parents that are getting beat up by their I, own kid. Listen, I speak one time, and I just let people know, hey, I'm licensed. Don't tempt me. Don't make me come back. <laughs> like we're, we're black, but anybody who is black in here, they knows they know for a fact that their parents, more specifically their mom, has that look, and they give you the look, and you just stop. You, I don't even know what the fuck you could be doing. You could literally be in the and next room. They can give you a, a but you have insane children or children that never been disciplined. That look means nothing. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like I've gotten to the point with like my mom. I'm a grown man. She can give somebody else the look, and I already know what the fuck it means. She'll be on the phone, and she gives the look, and I'm like, oh, boy. Like, that, that, that's a bad – like, when you – I don't want to say instill the fear of, like, death in your kids, but mm-hmm. if your kids fear you, they'll respect everybody else. Maybe, maybe That's a bar. That If I was a rapper, that would be a fucking – if your kids fear you, they will respect other people. And the reason why is because they know that there's a consequence for their actions. But if they get away with, you know – what I've seen kids do, like one Black Friday, I saw a kid literally like steal something from a store and beat up his mom because he couldn't get it. And I was like, you stole the shit out the store. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you just, ha- you- I- I'm not saying beat your kids. Like I, I know I have to keep saying that because in 10 years, like if this podcast ever takes off, like somebody's gonna be like, well, cancel Greg because he likes seeing kids get beat on by their parents. Didn't say that. What I did say though is there is a consequence to your actions. If you go and you steal from a store, they arrest you. If you beat on your parents, your parents should in turn slap you on the wrist or punish you, take away your iPad and stuff like that. But that's the thing. The punishments for these kids now is not the punishments we used to get. Their punishment is, hey, no TV for a week. I'm like, no. Have you ever have you ever had your parents tell you you won't have Christmas? And it's like April. Like, j- just know for <laughs> that is a punishment. Th- that 
that is a punishment that is better than any punishment you can ever give any child. Imagine telling your kid they did something in April and you've canceled Christmas. I've had that happen. Do you know how it feels for fucking eight months to know that you might as well just not wake up on Christmas? And the thing what? is, I thought my mother was fucking joking. I thought my mom what? was joking. December twenty, December 25th happened. And here's the thing. I was, I was thinking, I was like, wait, I went Black Friday shopping with my mom. We were talking about gifts, but I didn't take it seriously when she wasn't asking me what I wanted. She was just like, okay, we're just going to walk through the mall. We're going to get Christmas gifts for people, blah, 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 blah. Ain't asking me shit. Christmas Day came. Do you know what I got? I got a stocking with bubble gum and a bunch of little, like, little trinket shit. But gifts? Oh, no. That, the, the, little motis, uh, the little motorcycle bike I wanted? I didn't get it. The, the Power Ranger that head flipped when it turned from, like, Tommy's face to the masked uh, White Ranger? I didn't get that. Um, the, the Talk Boy? I didn't get that. Like, there, there were certain things, but I knew I was bad. That's something that you have to, like, instill in your kids. Just know there's going to be a consequence. But we, we got nine voicemails. We got to keep going. And just like that, you're blocked. Hi. Where are these kids uh, coming from? Okay. Yeah. For me, my mom didn't discipline any of us. So it was like a kid's house with an adult that can sign adult documents. Um mm-hmm. and we just we just fought to the bloodshed and then we were done. Um yeah. there from and because I grew up like that. I had to discipline myself in life, which means I learned the hard way growing from like a teen into adult. So now it's mm-hmm. kind of like I am team leathers for my kids. Like I feel like yeah. when it comes to disciplining, some kids don't need you to physically do anything to them for them to understand. Some kids mm-hmm. need that physical touch. Some kids just mm-hmm. need discussion. It depends on what child you have. All kids don't learn the same, just like all kids cannot be disciplined the same. Um, does it mean that you're a bad person because of the way that you discipline your kid? No, because if you don't discipline your kid, the world is going to discipline your kid. So that's why I do whatever the fuck I do. And I know what it's like to be a child wanting someone to guide them and discipline them in a way where they understand logic and you get that so I don't want my girls to grow up like that so that's why I am team leathers but before I get the leathers I go ahead and I speak to you but I'm not speaking to you for a third time so um when it comes to that Christmas shit though I had a mom that celebrated Christmas all the way up until my eighth birthday and when Mm -hmm. Christmas came she decided to be a Jehovah Witness and they don't celebrate shit so I kind of understand what it's like to go from having Christmases to not having Christmases. Yeah. Like, so, man. Yeah. Man. I, I remember, like, <laughs> th- that, Chris- that Christmas was a bad year. But, you know, in, in terms of what you were saying earlier about, like, you know, just, di- like, disciplining your kids and things like that. Like, I remember one time I called CPS on my mom. Oh, shit. She, 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 you actually yeah, dialed she, the number? I, I dialed the number and they, they can't they came over the next day. They came over the next day and I, I quickly learned that there's consequences for your action. And she didn't beat she didn't beat me again. What she told me was, I give you everything. 
you you have clothes on your back, you have shoes on your feet, you have food in your belly. But more importantly, I want you to ask that person. It was a lady. She was sitting across the couch. My mom was sitting next to me. But the thing is, I was sitting closer to the lady because I'm trying to play off the lady's emotions. She told the lady to tell me what would happen to me if they took me away from my mom. And they said, you'll probably end up in a new home but you'll be in a foster home for a while until you find a new mommy and daddy and I said wait a minute hold the fuck up like I, I like I like my mom she just beat me once and I, I, I wasn't a fan of that but they said this, this is what happened this is the protocol Greg and I was like wait I didn't know like imagine an 8 year old having to like decipher the fact that, that there actually are less fortunate kids who are in foster they don't have parents I have one and I'm basically telling them what you don't do for me or what you do for me isn't enough or the things that you're trying to instill in me as my parent, I don't want to listen to. I don't, I don't want to do what you say because I'm the child, you're the adult, but I take precedent and I do what I want. Like, no, you don't. Like, you, you don't. So when you have like this whole conversation we've been having for the past like 30 minutes about bullies, it's like if you were a parent to your kid instead of being a friend to your kid, your child would be and grow up to be a better person. So let, let me just get to the next voice, because I can talk about that for like hours. And but. see, I am a, um, a military vet. I'm 5'2". I did not care when I was in the service. If you were a sergeant, I didn't care if you, I didn't care what your rank was. I'm not patriotic. I didn't care if I was in uniform. I beat one of my sergeants ass before for disrespecting me. I'm really big on that disrespect thing. Like, I don't play that. You know, I feel like people, I don't know where they come from and what they've been thinking and how they've been raised. But, you know, being where I'm from, like, you know, I'm from the DMV area. Like, I was born in D.C., you know, raised in Maryland. And Shout out. I, I have met some characters and some people have took me to that place. That's not a place that I like to go to. But, you know, I'd be somebody ass if I have to. That's, you know, that's for sure. But I don't want to get to that point. Shout out to DC. I'm, I'm here too. Born and raised. And it's just how you're raised. It's how you're raised and more importantly, how you want to raise your children. You don't want your children to be bad. Don't raise them to be bad. Like, I don't want my kids to have four teeth. So I'm not going to fucking feed them like chocolate every fucking day. Like, also, I don't want the hospital. I don't want the dentist bills and shit like that. Like, you know for a fact what you want from your kids, but your children still have their own personalities. And when they're not around you, they're going to try their hand at things. They're going to do things that you're, you don't want or you don't approve of. But you have to check that shit then. Right at the door, just let them know, hey, uh-uh, the, the school called me. Like, and this is coming from me who, honestly, I know I tried my parents. I went and I hid progress reports. I changed grades. I did shit like that. And there was consequences for my actions. Now, some of them were like psychological. Some things were physical. But what I will say is the things that I learned from them, I know for a fact that some things I'm going to carry over to my kid. I'm going to be like, yo, I, I don't want to be that kid that I was. And I don't want you to be that kid because I already see it coming a mile away. That's why you hear that quote when parents are like, you know, I, you know, been there, done that. I, I don't want to have to ever tell my kid been there, done that because I just want to teach them like, yo, like if I don't tell you this, the world gonna tell you this. Because right now, the world that I was raised in ain't the world today. The world today will literally fucking shoot you on camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but I, I was raised before cell phones. Like, I, my first cell phone, 
it wasn't even the Nokia phone. Like my mom had the Nokia because she was the parent. I got the Kyocera phone where they gave you the buy. If you buy one phone, you get another phone for zero dollars. You don't have to just take that <laughs> shit. It, it, it didn't come with Snake. It came with the like Tetris. That's how bad my phone was. Like now, now is reverse. Now the moms and dads have this shitty phone, and their kids have like iPhones. Yeah, trust me, my mom today. You know, I called you earlier. She before she left here, she was like, "Hey, are you going to get me a pair of AirPod Pros for Christmas?" As she had the AirPods that I bought her two years ago in her ear. I was like, "What?" <laughs> but, but, but these are things that like you know you want to be able to raise children that in you know twenty, thirty, forty years will raise you. However, they can't raise you if they're out here possibly doing the things like bullying kids and shooting up schools and stuff like that, where they won't be here. Or, you know, the alternative is they go and commit suicide or do things like that because they're being bullied and there was no call to action because the school didn't protect them. Because truth be told, the schools will listen, but will they actually have an action? Like, will they do anything? You know how many kids get bullied at school every day? If there's 50 kids that get bullied, but there's fucking four or 500 kids, the, the principal don't care about all four or 500. They might have their few favorites. They might yeah. have that kid they're annoyed at because they're always in the front office. Or they may have that kid that they're always suspended. But the thing is, how many times can you suspend a kid? How many times can you talk to a kid? How many times can you say things are going to be okay and the shit continues? At some point, you have to get to the root of the problem. And ju just to wrap that up, if the school won't wrap it up and the school won't go and get to the root of the problem, I will. And mm -hmm. I will call the parent. I will go and say, hey, your kid is hitting my kid. Do you mind if we meet somewhere and we talk about this? And if we have that understanding and you've talked to your kid, and I was sat in that room and we came to the conclusion that, okay, we know for a fact now your kid is, is admitting that they are the problem. It's not my kid. Okay, now we know that. Just know, going forward, all actions have repercussions. And if your kid touches my kid again, then yeah, it's on him at that point. Either I'm going to whoop your kid ass or my kid going to whoop your kid ass. But at that point, you just have to, you have to respect it because at that point, not only did you talk to them as a parent, but we talked to them as peers and as their peer. And they clearly, there's, there's no, like, there's no method to their madness. So let's, let's get to the next question. What the fuck are you talking about, bro? Your mom. <laughs> These kids just need a lot of love, a lot of hugs, like... A lot of love, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to say it again. A lot of love, a lot of love. Sometimes they do need their ass whooped. But, you know, mm -hmm. it's more effective to talk, to show them things. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. like I said, you can keep telling them and keep telling them. But, you know, sometimes you got to scare them good enough for them to, I guess, get it. But, you know, yeah. I think parents, sometimes they go overboard with the scaring thing. Because you don't want your child to fear you. You know what I'm saying? You want them, of course, to respect you. But mm -hmm. you, it's like, a, it's like a fine line between respect and fear. You know, because that's one thing that, you know, I had to grow out of was fearing my parents. You know, I started to stand up for myself and they took it as rebellion. They took it as me disrespecting them. But, you know, mm -hmm. you're not about to disrespect me. You know, I don't care if you're my parent or not. You know, I'm a person. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, Shan, we could talk about that. Oh my god, like um, you... my mom never disrespected me, but um, it it got to a point where I knew she knew she could be doing more or be doing something better, 
And I just let her know, like, don't worry, but I'll do it myself. Yeah. Shout out to Emily for that one. Like, yeah, like, I, I never thought about it that way. So I have to correct myself. I, have, I definitely have to correct myself because I had mentioned that. I had mentioned, you know, having a, you know, you want to instill fear in your children. So I may have misspoken. More important, I need to apologize for that because honestly, I think about it and I'm like, yo, to this day, I'm, what, 33 years old? And I won't say I fear my mom, but I'm starting to learn that, you know, my mother and both parents actually have it where they didn't want me to fear them, but they knew for a fact that if they said something, I would, like, jump and do what they wanted me to do because that's something I had done as a kid. So it's kind of, like, instilled in me. So I was like, damn, like, I, I don't want that. I don't want my kid to ever feel like, well, damn, like, if I don't do this or if I don't approve of this, then you know what, like, I've done wrong by my parent by, you know, having a voice, or more importantly, being an adult, because um, I've seen some people who literally, including myself, who've been like, damn, like, do I, am I am I scared of my parents? Like, are you scared of your parents, or are you just afraid of just saying, you know what, I'm grown, because now, like, me being married with a kid, like, for the first time I ever, you know, Shane, you were on the phone with me when I told my mom, I'm like, no, like, you can't have this. And the fact that she was offended by it, by me telling her no, I'm like, damn, I didn't realize certain parents really get offended when you tell them as adults no. But mm-hmm. damn, shout out, shout out, Emily. Good grief, I didn't know that. Damn. The gift your mama gave you was a lesson, okay? That a lesson, that's a gift you're gonna always have. That memory of that, that's a gift that you'll be able to pass on to your children. You know what I'm saying? That's that was the gift, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey guys, what's up? Uh, I was just wondering, did you guys start out on this app with a verification or did you guys do- go through the application process? Um, I've been on this app for a little while, haven't seen you guys. Um, I was just curious. Yeah. Um, you, you want me to answer or you want to answer? Um, we actually talked to the creators of um, Stereo App. And they sent us every all the like needs that were needed in order to ha- be labeled like content creators because we both have separate podcasts and we do this together. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we completed everything, gave them the stats, gave them the information, and uh, that's how we did it. Yeah. Um, basically, to be verified from here, it, it's not a joke. Um, it's not like something you can just like reach out and say, I want this and they'll give it to you. You have to actually do something. You can't just say, oh, I want to have a verification badge because, you know, I, I have a couple Twitters. Like, you know, like you actually have to do something. So we're both obviously we're podcasters on our own like respective shows. But at the same time, we're on here giving content. We're actually recording our show live while we do this. So we take the audio from here. We make it into our show. Um, we just like the idea of like core engagement so it makes it easier for us with stereo and saying that though the reason why you don't hear from us often is because we've, we've kind of given up on the idea of ever making money from this app so we do it for the content you know the app promised us that the fact that it's as long as our content is good we would have engagement with guys like you, you know guys and girls like you we would have listeners who would listen and also have thoughtful you know provoking conversation that's what we're here for. That's what we wanted. And we're getting that with you guys tonight. Outside of that, um, we're not here chasing the leaderboards. We did that last week and for the past few weeks. And the issue was the content wasn't the same. It didn't feel genuine. And more importantly, like when you have four or five people just in the leaderboards 
50 to 60 times. It's like, what's the point in chasing that victory that you're never going to win? So it's just better to have you guys follow us, listen to the conversations, engage in the conversations, and we build a community within a community, if that makes sense. So yeah. let's get the next question. Oh my gosh, learning, learning your child's love language is a necessity. Like, I think that was such a huge problem that my parents had. They tried to show me love in their love language and just was like frustrated that I was not receiving it, you know, like... And I, feel, I low-key did feel, like, unloved, you know, for quite some time. I felt like they hated me. But now that I'm older, I see that they were trying to show me love in a different way. I don't think that they understood that I received love different. I don't think that they understood that I learned and I saw things differently. You know what I'm saying? Like, your what your parents do and say, how they show you love or affection, it, it definitely has, like, a lasting mark on your development you know what I'm saying like I feel like a lot of parents should take parenting courses what that's what I do you know because I I'm winging it out here Mm -hmm. basically whatever parents were raised on and taught they think that's what they're supposed to do right and then Mm -hmm. for me as a parent I automatically know like there are things that my kids are going to hate that I do, and there are things that my kids are going to love that I do. But in every relationship, you have to take the time to be like, hey, did I meet the expectations on this? Is there something that I can improve? Is there something that I'm not doing that you would like me to do more of? And then just be open to hearing that feedback from your kids. We've come from a generation of parents who was like, don't talk back to me. Stay out of grown people conversation. You're not supposed to have an opinion. Now we get get to be like the parents where we allow our kids to have an opinion about how we raise them, about what they think we can improve, and just have like some feedback because we're not like uptight and we don't feel like, oh, you're supposed to stay in a child's place. No, if there's something that I can improve that's going to make me a better parent for you, by all means, please tell me. I'm not saying that I'm going to do it because you tell me. I'll just be more aware of what I'm doing. Exactly. Damn, Shan, you this is this is why you are the guru. I think I said it right. The guru. You know, I got to look. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> here we go. Do you like James Charles? I don't know who James Charles is. The fact that they have two first names actually kind of scares me. Who is Um, that man? Who is James? Who is Mike Jones? If you could tell me who Mike Mike Jones Jones. is, I will will tell you. Honestly, I would call 28133, but I'm afraid it might be somebody's (laughs) like grandmother. I'm I'm telling you, like, just imagine if you call Mike Jones right now and it's somebody's like auntie. <laughs> Who the hell is but playing on my phone? I don't know why he changes. I don't know why he changed his phone number. I feel like that. If but you anybody, really don't know why. Imagine millions of people keep calling your phone talking about is this Mike Jones? No, but that's the thing. Like that was the best because he used to answer it. So one time I called, right? So I called. <laughs> And he was like, because I thought his voicemail is the same way he answers the phone. Well, he answered the phone then. So he's like, yo, it's Mike Jones. And he would answer the phone the same way, just in case people would actually call it a prank, right? So 
I called and he's like, yo, it's Mike Jones. And I was like, leaving a voice, but I'm playing around. I was like, yo, is this Mike Jones for real? And he was like, what? And I was like, who? And I'm I'm telling him who. And he's like, yo, like, get off my phone if you're playing. So I hung up the phone and then I called right back. But basically, damn, I wish I, if I could have gotten that phone number, between that number or the number that Alicia Keys did in the You Don't Know My Name video where she was stalking uh, Most Def. Yeah. Like, listen, listen, this is what I said tonight, Greg. I said, <laughs> if a man does not know the LSG phone number for me wanting to fuck, then we cannot talk. Nine one one zero zero twenty four. If he don't know that, sir, <laughs> you are not tall enough to ride this ride, honey. Hey, you got chill. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But let, let's get this next one because we, we got a lot of voicemails. I mean, at the same time, like it's you have to think about how you're disciplining your child because if you're an adult and you punch your spouse or you beat your spouse ass. That's domestic violence. Bless you, baby. But if you hit your child, you know, it's discipline. It's like a fine line between some of that, you know, a pop on the butt, a pop on your hand is different. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you if you're at the point where you're beating your child, like that's OC. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I remember i was like eight i got my ass whooped so bad like i don't even remember what i did but what i did was it did not it it shouldn't have equated to the belt breaking my skin and me bleeding you know what i'm saying that is ridiculous you know so Mm -hmm. when it comes to the cps thing it's it's like a hit or miss these like parents just got to do better like and i say that because i am a parent you know Um, a, lot of, a lot of people hit their kids out of adult frustration, not out of, oh, you done messed up as a child. And yeah. I have seen my cousins be beat with like metal bats, like professional mm-hmm. baseball bats by their like moms. Because Jamaican parents are like, you ain't got no opinions about how I whoop you or, or discipline mm-hmm. you. This is it. This is it. And I've yeah, seen exactly. like my aunts go up to schools with bats for their teachers because their teachers calling them and talking shit on the phone. So it's like you gotta be mindful and a sane person to be like, this is how I'm gonna discipline my child and be able to check yourself when you've yeah. gone too far. Um, sometimes I'll be so caught up in like adult things that I'm doing in life. Um, that are frustrating and then one of my kids is like calling me and calling me or doing something I told them not to do and the way that I yelled was a bit on 10 when it could have been like on 6 but it's on 10 because I'm frustrated Yeah, and a lot of times I have to check it and be like I'm sorry for yelling at you this is what I got going on can you please not bother me like I have a thing when I'm in the car and the girls are in the back seat I'll turn mm-hmm. on the music a little bit and I'll be like, is it important? And it's either a yes or a no. Once I hit the no, that music turned all the way back up. Because if, if you're interrupting my thinking while I'm driving, especially children, anything can happen. And, and mm-hmm. I, I really make that a thing where like, is it important? Then don't bother me. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's get through these next voicemail. Um, can we talk about the fact that she was watching SpongeBob in the background? <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Emily has kids, so she she just needed to, you know, go ahead and just have SpongeBob on. Like sometimes that's the only way you can entertain a kid is by watching what's that like SpongeBob and what's the the one with the B bubble bubble something? Um, what the? F- I, I don't know what it is. They all got big ass heads and they like they look like got- mermaids. Yeah, yo, do you know? I was watching that shit with the baby, right? Now, mind you, she has no clue what's going on with it. Act like you know, get you some merch. Act like you know, get you some merch. Shop She Gets It on Teespring. The link is in the bio. Don't act like I ain't tell you. Hit me up on the stereo app. Hit me up on Patreon. Hit me up on Red Circle. If you want to go ahead and cross promo, I'm here for you. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up and tonight email. She gets it pod at gmail.com. Hit me up on she gets it pod on IG. I'm not hard to find. Let's get back into this show. Let me see. We got we got Okay, you speak to somebody and you speak at somebody. If you look the words up. It means the same thing because if you are at a place, that means you are also to the place. Wait, what? Yo, what the fuck? So you're not trying to be an asshole. What? Does it just come naturally for you? (laughs) I'll prove that shit all day when the day comes. It's ironic that you say that because uh, Michael Jackson's top five is also all young boys. Ooh! Oh my god! Greg! Hey, I have nothing. Oh, who got to understand? Who? No. No. <laughs> who? What is that? Where did I end up? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. He said Michael Jackson's top five is also young boys. <laughs> That's so good. Shout out fun girl. Oh my god. Yo, right. If you want that person, if you want me without everybody else's thoughts, then like that day already happened. <laughs> what? Holy oh. shit. Oh, my uh-huh. God. Greg, I'm not I'm gonna, for this yet. I'm going to have to hit you in the text with that. That one's funny. Oh, my God. Corey. Corey. Get the, get the fuck. Get the fuck. Um, get the fuck now. I think Corey just went anal. <laughs> Not in a good way. <laughs> Off the top of my head, you probably don't even know these boys, but my nigga Saba, my nigga Shmino, goddamn Mitt Jenkins, um. Isaiah Rashad, and motherfucking... Damn, I can't even say Chance the Rapper. Shit. I can't. Okay. All right. Okay. 
Okay. I, I respect that. I like Smino. I like as uh, as uh, uh, shit. I'm about to say it wrong. I'm drunk. Uh, Isaiah Rashad. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I can't even say this shit right. So. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Green Ramirez. Oh my God, that's good. That was oh. cold, man. That was cold. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Why Corey sound like Todd Chris Lee? Fuck out of here. <laughs> Where is that coming from? That was not even part of what we was talking about, man. Oh. Holy Corey, shit. can I buy a bag of weed off you, please? <laughs> I need some good shit. <sighs> and you're always Ooh. smoking fly shit, so... Help a brother out. Said it oh my god! Same thing. These motherfuckers went from hating each other to trying to share weed. Yo, you did not. <laughs> yep, that day already happened. That day happened about four. That's right. I'm not lying. I'm telling the truth because you know she says I'm lying, but don't believe her because. <laughs> Whoa. I, f- I feel like they working together and they going to fucking prank us in like two minutes. Oh, hell no. I wish I could hear. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. I. This day's already happened. Wait, um, I can't remember. I've already seen it. I remember. I remembered in that moment in time that I've seen what I was looking at in that moment that I've seen. Mm-mm, Corey, wee! It's a whole <laughs> lot going on in here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, damn. <laughs> So that day went happened the one that you went anal about four days ago. Wait, 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 wait. Good to know, Corey. Wait, why are Roy and Corey talking about their anal like escapades right now? Corey, what is you on? Bro, you acting like you tripping on acid right now. Like, are you here? Are you here with us, Corey? Here. Hey, um, fun girl. Uh, we can't we can't hear you. Mm. I can't hear you. Um, but Corey, let me, let me, boat, let me get, boat, you smoking on? You ain't smoking on trees, smoking on the alien. Give me, <clears throat> 30 day in a, I get pride. Hey, shout out to Xavier Myers, man. Shout out to you, Xavier. Like, oh my goodness, that was good. Oh my goodness. What's this next voicemail? It better not be Corey. It better not be Corey again. Who the hell is this Roy Bots person and why are they having a conversation with me? <laughs> Corey is not with the shit at all. Oh my god. I'm trying to get a bag of weed from Corey. Come on, help a brother out, dude. Come on. Corey, just I don't care so about your anal shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, 
His anal shit. Oh my god. Next no, week. actually, because in reality, in the true reality, um, you are all in a tunneled reality. A tunneled reality. Because true reality resists... Oh. No, I wasn't saying that. True reality... <laughs> My bad, Zavion. I had my my uh, long ass pinky across the whole bottom half of my phone. <laughs> it was covering the speaker, on dumbass. Oh my god, bro! I think some of y'all need to say <laughs> no to drugs. Just Man, what? say no. I think honestly, everybody is so high right now because of what's going on. They watching TV, but you know what? I'm drunk. I'm high. This is entertaining as fuck right now. Like I had to go and report drink. Like I'm gonna drink number two, the strong kind. Okay. Um, they is plur. They is definitely plur. Um, Corey. Um, yeah. They is, is plur. Is really plur. Is plur. They is not one person. They is plur. Plur, not plural. Plur. <laughs> yeah, hey man, you know I'm just chilling, man. You feel me, bro? Hey yo, fuck that nigga Roy. He a bitch, man. He racist too, man. I don't fuck with that man, bro. On um, me, I don't fuck with him, bro. <laughs> hey, our boy Flacco came back. Shout out to Flacco. I was wondering where he went. He kind of like disappeared after the whole politics situation, but he he back with the shits again. Let's see what what we got. Corey, you're the last person I'd go to for a reality. Really? Wow, dude. Come on. I want a bag of weed so bad, motherfucker. Come on, please. Please. <laughs> Don't make me beg. You wouldn't like me when I beg. Oh, my God. Wait, wait. Why would you beg? Hey, yo. I got two inches of foreskin on my dick. <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with y'all tonight? 420 for life, dude. I love weed. Absolutely. I, I agree. Nigga, I'm so drunk and high right now. Like, this is pure fucking entertainment. Where the fuck was stereo at during the first half of COVID? I needed y'all, okay? I needed y'all. I need y'all now and I need y'all forever. Oh. Oh, my God. Whew. I had a sneeze. <laughs> so I ain't even gonna, I ain't even, um, <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. Um, seriously, I'm not gonna lie. Um, yes, I, I probably, um, I had an edible first. Um, I forgot what kind of edible, um, I smoked afterwards. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just telling right now. Mm hmm. Just a kid. Yeah, um, it's part. Like they is plur. It's, it's not. It's not singular. It's not singular. It's plur. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> it's plur, not singular. What? <laughs> what the fuck is going on tonight? Yo, what are y'all smoking? Shit, I, I want a bag of weed too, man. You, man, you got me. Are you Trevor? Shit, are you Trevor from GCA? Because, damn, you. Oh. <laughs> I ain't waking up and got down highways. <clears throat> Yo, I shouldn't be laughing this hard, man.
If you got two inches of foreskin on your dick, Lord have mercy. Boy, you gotta <laughs> listen. That is a sock puppet. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, Actually, today is plural. I don't know what plur is, but <laughs> I know they is it's wild heart. I'm in the same Shout out the wild heart. Plur. Oh my God. We went from talking about Corey to yes. the word plur <laughs> to two inches of foreskin. I might have to go pour my own drink. Shoot. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna take a huge hit of this, you know this, this this thing I'm smoking. Okay. Oh my god. We're we're sitting here waiting for him to smoke. Good grief. Oh my god, that is a sock pocket puppet. Oh god, priceless. Oh my god, I wish I had a sock puppet. God damn, Papa! I know y'all heard what he said. He said, "Plur, man, it's the same goddamn thing." Man, fuck it, talking about. He just pyroed a fat ass blunt in smoke that shit. You know? No, bro. No, Flacco. 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 Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I I know the word plural. I don't know what the fuck a plur is. I know a plum. I know pure. I don't know what plur is. <laughs> That's like plur. if Chingy's. You know, remember when Chingy was like right there. Um, um, so I really, um, I like this, um, live, I mean, podcast, oh, fuck, a podcast, this is a podcast, correct? Um, if not, if, uh, fuck, yeah. Um, so how would I know, I'm trying to, um, make this where, um, you, I get, I get you guys notifications, like, when you guys go live or whatever, cause this is fucking awesome, on the stereo phone, I mean, uh, all you gotta do is all you gotta do is follow us. We on here at least once or twice a week. We don't do it often, but we on here. Yeah. I just need to know what the what is the definition of plur because I'm using that shit from now until eternity. Like, plur singular. I'm gonna tell them <laughs> when I when I tell them my name. Plur not singular. <laughs> what the He just took a hit. Like we sitting in front of him, we can watch him do it. <laughs> what is going on? Oh, he's still smoking. He's smoking. Plur and plur is the same thing. Singular and singular is the same thing. No, it is not. <laughs> Plural and plural. Testing, and testing. One, two, three. Testing, testing. Holy Welcome shit. to Ebonics class. <laughs> 101. Plur. Learn the word plur. It's not singular, it's plur. <laughs> hey, yo. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Shay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I need mm-hmm. to know from all of y'all. Like, I want you to define what plur means to you because I, I just need this. I need this. Everybody tell us what the fuck plur means to you. Or just use and plur use in a sentence. Yes. <laughs> use plur in a sentence, please. Jesus. When, I, I'm going to oh. go first. Last night, I was driving with a strange man I met on the side of the road. And <laughs> when he had took me home, 
He was such a plur. He was such a plur. Well, I'm 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 gonna try to use it too. So I like the way you do it right there. When I grab your ass, I feel like I touched a plur. No, that's bad. That's bad. That's that's really bad. That's really bad. No, plur is not a fucking word. It is not a word. You cannot use plur as a word. Yo, we have some. Plur. Go ahead and play some of this. Now I gotta be some crazy accent or something. Ain't no other way. Brooklyn, for sure. Hey, on a stereo phone. Hey, keep it going. (laughs) Go, go. Yo, bro, I just want to know how can I join and talk? Just like you just did. If you don't come in here and say plur, you can't come in here, period. Like, if you don't say plur and you in in this podcast, you can't come in here because you're not a part of the group. You ain't gang. This the plur gang. Exactly. Period. Plur. Brr. Brr. And then he gonna come back and blow in the microphone. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck is y'all talking about? Oh shit! The yeah. word is- you know, plur actually means the unity of love. Die, Corey. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, sing- singular and singular. It's the same thing. Um, plur and plur, plur, plur. They there. Um, yeah, singular. Him, he, uh, he, her. Singular, plur. Uh, I ain't gonna. I don't feel like talking about that no more. They be on what he said. Man, plur and burr is the same thing. Am I high? Not plur. Damn. Oh my this retrograde God. is real. Um, if you are in this stereo right now, you need to be clapping because we done created the Plur Gang. Because Jesus, Plur Gang. The fact that we got a fucking gang, that's crazy. That's wild. Oh my so, God. Play the next voicemail. Plur Gang. Wow. Four people deep. Man, I tell y'all, nigga, man, you don't live to that, man. Roy, my eyes slide the fuck out that pussy, man. He's a lame man. Oh. Hey, yo, T, I just yo, how do I go live and how can I be on here? Yes. <laughs> you gotta join the program. Oh no, he has an instrument. He has an instrument. Yo, my boy need to finish elementary school or some shit because it's called plural. What a L. Plural. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Plur is more than one. Plur is more than one. Singular and no more than one. It's just one. Word. Not one. Word. Man, I had some Molly the other night. Man, that shit was plur than a motherfucker. <laughs> Alright, so the other day, we were riding down the horse track, and these plur of events divided... <laughs> Amongst the men, and shit happened. Holy! I was walking down the street the other day, and my plurs got stuck in the in the grate on the sidewalk. It really hurt. 
So I had to go oh. to the hospital to get a singular to get my plur fixed. <laughs> Holy shit. Yo, chill out on the cussing, bro. I'm trying to sleep. Dude, you're not trying to sleep. The plur, plur, plur. Plur is the word. The plur, plur, plur. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Oh, I know what it is now. Plur. It's a Joe Biden word, right? Oh, shit. Uh -oh. It's a word that uh -oh. Joe Biden obviously uses. Hey, Roy, Plur. you better cut okay. it out. Okay, <laughs> I think I got it. You better cut it out, Roy. <laughs> plur, 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 plur. <laughs> right, because, you know, that's how doctors would view me. And then they put thoughts into other people, which ain't really true. Oh my god. It ain't over yet. God damn it. Shut Will up, you please dude. trust me? And if I'm wrong, then we can work that out later. It ain't over yet. I told you there's too much there's too much outstanding vote. This is not 2016. Calm the hell down. Okay? Okay. Going live. Goodbye. <laughs> oh Lord. That was cute. Nigga sound four, but he got his daddy profile picture. What? Go to bed. <laughs> oh my god. Bro, I know, I know it's called plural, but it's also it's plural. Uh, it's, it's plural. Fuck. <laughs> Flacco sounds like Boomhauer or Boomhauser from King of the Hill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, he does. Man, great. How you not gonna let me talk? Like, you hear me? You ain't gonna let me say what the fuck I had to say. Shit, like, what? I, I am not in control of the button. And here come the New York niggas with they super hyper intelligent ass. Yo, my nigga, it's plural. <laughs> the fuck you? Fuck out of here, bro. Go get me a chopped cheese. No, hey, chopped cheeses. That's plural, not per. <laughs> fuck out of here. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. What the hell is word? Word? Oh no. no what the hell is word? What the fuck? Singler is work. Oh god damn it. <laughs> Yo, what's up, Pimpin? Yeah, man, I see you, Plur. <laughs> Plural is hey. a plural. Yay. Ugh. The plur got stuck on my dick and I cannot sleep. Oh. <laughs> what, what, who, the, who, is Joe, who the hell is Joe Biden? I ain't in the uh, politics. Um. Politics? <laughs> politics? 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 What is politics? <laughs> Bruh, I'm not hitting the blunt unless it's plurred. Like, seriously plurred. And that's on period. Like, y'all are so irritated. I'm so mad that I did that. <laughs> Love y'all. Really? Oh, man. Shout out to the plur gang. Honestly, I knew that I was going to win. The Far Dems, AOC... Chuck Schumer, Amy Pelosi, I mean, all the Fardems, Antifa, 
of Portland, California. I can't. <laughs> well, Corey, thank God nobody's putting thoughts into your head. <laughs> I am very high out in Canada, so I don't know what the plur you guys are talking about. Hold on, hold on. So we got another word, politics. Oh man, so y'all seen the new movie Politics Justice? <laughs> Yo. Okay. So we went from plur to politics. Oh Lord. Biden by any chance. I just hope we don't start talking about politics. <laughs> um Damn, what was I about to say? Um um shit. Oh, worm. Worm is worm. Like, put your finger up in this worm. That's worm finger. Then two, then three, then four, then five, then six, seven, a lamb, twelve, and you know, so on and so on. A lamb. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, what is serm and worm? Worm and two don't, like, that's not supposed to work. You don't go worm, two. Nine, ten, a lamb. No, how do you take a three-letter word and turn it into a five-letter one? He put worm. worm. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, Larry, I have officially seen it all. Wait, oh, if, 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 if I'm an alien and they just told me I was in Canada, then shouldn't we really, really, really be trying to reunite myself with... <laughs> nah, I heard you feel me. I ain't hear, I ain't know who was cleaning this shit, you feel me? So I'm like, I'm I'm, here, I'm turned like hey, but shit, you mean know? but man, a bitch nigga gonna sneak, heard me? A bitch nigga gonna sneak and a bitch gonna do it, a bitch gonna <laughs> Don't hate the player, hate the game. Hey uh, <laughs> He said one <laughs> two <laughs> three four <laughs> Seven, eight, nine, ten, a lamb. <laughs> uh, Crazy. Holy shit. Oh, ain't a gummy bear. Yes, I'm a gummy bear. Oh, me, yummy, tummy, funny, lucky gummy bear. I'm a... My kids love that song. Hey, nah, y'all. Is oh, he saying worm? Like, nah. I'm confused what? now. Worm? One, one? He said one, one, right? Exactly. One, two. Yes, he said one. You mean you never heard of a fire alarm? <laughs> a fire alarm! <laughs> oh, shit. 765-859-354321. Oh my god. <laughs> now why why is one 
weren't uh politics um what it what it were uh plur singular um you know, just a lot of uh, lot of stuff like that and shit like that. Um, I really, ain't, I really ain't got no more to say. That, uh, man, plur, man, plur. Forget to my um, uh, um. Uh, what else I want me to say? I mean, it's a lot of stuff I can really say her, but I don't really say a lot of stuff. Wait, what? Do you think Yo, somebody he's... really got to take it? Yo, is... we, we really. Are you from St. Louis? I had to call the Urban Learn because the Fred Learn went off, and then they told me that the correct hey. address was at one, two, three. Say it, wait. Plur. Hey. Plur. I don't know what's in the air tonight or what's going on because I just went to another stereo and they was talking about chasing chickens and putting traps on cows. So I don't know if it's the election or there's weed in the air. But we went from <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> Why would you chase a chicken? He doesn't know where to start. Well, I don't know where you start either. Oh my god, shout out to Roy, man. We've only been in here for a while. Shout out. Oh yo, all God. I want to know is, yo, Xavion, when is the mixed turd going to drop? Because I would buy that mixed turd. You know what I mean? Like, your Albert, you know what I mean? It's singular, <laughs> plural, you know what I mean? Plur. It's all lit, man. You should do that, man. Drop that mixed turd. Ring the alarm. I've been for this too long, but I'll be damned if I see another chick on his arm. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Mm -mm. Oh, mm -mm. Rocko. Mm -mm. <laughs> now I really talk like this. Y'all really, y'all really. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Yeah, I'm from Columbus, Georgia. Columbus, Georgia. Um, Georgia. we just say a lot of stuff like this, and we just talk like that. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, seventeen, eight, nineteen, turn. Uh, Crane oh. one, Crane two, Crane three, Crane four, Crane five. Crane five. That's Spanish. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Shane. Shane, he literally skipped fourteen to seventeen. Like, where did those numbers go? He ate it, them. It was like thirteen, and then it was just like eighteen. It's like, wait, where the fuck did the rest of the numbers go? Like, I was that's why people can't count. The twenty-seven because it sounds Spanish. Hey, it re okay, this is what it is. Say what, uh, stay what, Steph. However, you say your name, my bad. <laughs> Yo, 45 minutes. Talk he here's a recap we got Plur Gang. So now, whenever y'all come in here, you better represent. You are a part of the Plur Gang. So from now on, when you see the notifications that we are on, it is Plur Gang to the end. Put that shit, hashtag it on Twitter, social media. It's the only hashtag that says Plur Gang. Shout out to our boy Xavion who actually initiated it. So shout out to him for purposely mis you know mispronouncing words and shit. You know, I'm slurring, but whatever. Um more importantly, you have been listening to a podcast, two podcasts actually. So I'm one of two hosts. Uh Shane, you wanna take us out before we get about ah shit, we got another voicemail. Here we go. <laughs> go ahead and play that. Hold on. Um, let me see, let me see, let me see. Um. Um. Make sure y'all follow my Instagram. I'm putting my own account on in my account. Xavier. 
He just got to make sure that he spells the goddamn social media right. Like, I hope he spells his name right and doesn't add like an R in Xavion because it doesn't belong. But it's okay because that's our guy. And Xavion <laughs> right now, he, he he is a part of the crew. So I guess like I might as well lead us out. Um, I know I said I was going to have Shan lead us out, but here we are. Um, Basically, you have been listening to a four-hour podcast. We'll probably break down into two or three different episodes. We will have more episodes coming up. I think we have another one on Friday, I believe. I'm not sure. Either way, we will be back. Um, I am one of your two hosts, Greg, but I'm joined by the queen herself and the queen of podcasting. Yes, Shan from She Gets It Pod. Hashtag She Gets It. Follow me on my IG in the profile. Follow She Gets It Pod on podcast platforms. Per game, eh. absolutely. And you can follow us on our podcast as well as Young Black Pod, aka Young Black and Bother. You can follow both podcasts as well. We'll have them in the show notes. They're in our bios. They're on our platforms and everything like that. Follow us on here on all social medias. Um, click the alerts to make sure that you get all of our stereo lives if you want to. And in closing, uh, per game, per game, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh, Plur Gang. Uh, Jesus, how, how the fuck we get a hashtag like that? That's wild. Um, I can, uh, I can spur. I can spur. I'm spelling right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We got Maybe, um, Oh my God. All right, guys. So, like I said, hit the notification bell if you need to actually go and like follow us for all of our like social media on here on stereo as well as live on the podcast. Follow the podcast. Follow us on social media. We're not going to pump merch on you or anything like that just yet. But listen to the shows. There's plenty of content that we have for you guys. We appreciate you guys for listening live. We love you. Um, We will come back. Hopefully, the person that you voted for is the person that gets elected. If not, uh, you just got four more years of hell. But we will be here for you. And we will be recording every week for you. Uh, Shan, as usual, I I love talking to you every single time we talk on here. Um, Stereo, thank you for giving us the platform and the ability to be around our peers who are just as funny. And more importantly, um, I like the way you do that right there. Um, but this is Butter. not this is not a politics. What, what, how do you say it? Politics, politics, uh, politics, po- Pol- politics, politics, politics. This, yes, this was your politics episode about the 2020 election. Um, more importantly, we're going to count down from 7, 8, 9, 10, alarm. So, alarm. we will see. We have a, we'll, we'll play this last voicemail when we get up out of here. Um, politics. Um, politics. 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 You heard Xavier say it. So, in saying that and in closing, we will talk to y'all next week. Bye.